doing tonight uh, my name is no mercy of course it's tuesday night so you already know what time it is it's time for no punches pulled with me no mercy those of you that know who i am i appreciate you for being here uh, my name is brooke millbrook formerly known in the fight business as brooke no mercy deardorff um, i am a retired professional boxer held the WBC lightweight title until I retired and was inducted into the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame last year. I have been through some good, some bad, and of course, a whole lot of BS in the sport of women's boxing. Y'all know how it is, but welcome to my platform. This is where we talk the talk, and of course, we walk the walk. We're going to bring out the truth in women's boxing. We're going to talk to pioneers of the sport, past boxers, current boxers, and of course, future female boxers. We get down and dirty here and speak the truth of what takes place behind the scenes, things that no one knows about. You definitely don't want to miss a single show, so please make sure that you like, subscribe, and you're sharing out the episodes so you don't miss us live here every Tuesday night. Uh, but today we are joined by another boxing icon and legend in the sport of women's boxing. I'm all honored to call her a, a close friend and I consider her family. I'm so excited to sit down and talk about her immaculate, legendary career with all of you. Uh, we've got my girl Chevelle Fissa Steele Hallback in the house. She began her boxing journey in 1997 with no amateur or fighting experience diving right into the pros in only her second pro fight with uh, only 47 seconds of experience from her first fights she faced unknowingly beforehand one of the biggest fiercest dangerous names in the sport of women's boxing at the time lucia Riker. but only three fights later she won the wibf featherweight world title via tko over bonnie canino and in 2002, she won a unanimous decision over number four ranked featherweight to add the IBA women's junior lightweight title. The same year, she won a 10 round decision over the number two ranked featherweight, Layla McCarter. In 05, in Tokyo, Japan, she won the WIBA super featherweight title by unanimous decision over the local favorite, Amiko Rakia. And in 08, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in a pay-per-view co-main event, she defeated previously unbeaten Janine Garside for the IFBA lightweight world title and the history's first ever WBAN championship belt. She was also awarded WBAN Fighter of the Month in June 2008 for that win. She has literally been in the ring with some of the best names in the sport of women's boxing. Just to name a few, you got Lucia Riker, Bonnie Canino twice, Laura Serrano, Alicia Ashley, Layla McCarter twice, Melissa Del Val twice, Mary Jo Sanders, Holly Holmes, Fujin Rakia, Terry Blair, Melissa Hernandez, Janine Garside, Cecilia Bracus, and Miriam Lamar. But y'all, at the age of 51, my girl Chevy's still out there schooling these young bucks. She's no doubt, no doubtably one of the greatest women of all time. She's an idol to myself and so many other females out there. So please help me welcome Chevelle to the show. What's up, champ? What's going on? What's going on? I'm just smiling as you saying all these things. I'm like, wow. I'm like, dang. So when I fought these cats, like, 
they was like rank either one, number two, or the favorite. I'm like, wow. I didn't really, really realize that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or until you just said it, I'm like, wow. So I've really been doing it big, huh? You like dust them off. Dust just them off. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Yes, man, definitely. Um, we'll definitely go down. You already know one of the best ever, ever to live in women's boxing. I appreciate um, that. Yeah. Um, but first, why don't you take us back to the beginning? Tell us a little bit about your childhood and what actually led you to want to do boxing. Man, let's see. Okay. What year Rocky came out? Rocky won. I think I'm like 1970. 74? Four or five. Somewhere in there. Let's say 75. Let's say 75. If it was 75, I was I had already turned five. I turned five because I think Rocky came out like in October, November, December, one of those. So I had I just had just turned five. And my mother took me to see Rocky, right? Movie theater. Mm -hmm. And my mother, she's very, very animated. Um, I remember in the movie when Rocky's getting beat up uh, by Apollo Creed, my mother in the middle of the movie theater she stood up and she started screaming at rocky hit him back hit him back hit him back right and so i'm looking at her and i'm like like yeah hit him hey. back, you know and that excitement it just really intrigued me yeah so two years after that i'm watching uh muhammad ali and speaks there's a long story behind it try to make it a little short supposed to be in bed um but my mother was in the bedroom with my father and i heard her scream hit him back hit him back so i jumped out of bed because you know this, this yeah. is familiar to me right? right okay so i run and i jump and i'm looking in my mother's bedroom and on the this tells you how old i am but i'm out of shame of I it mean, you know on the floor on the floor was a floor model tv yeah and it was Muhammad ali and spinks their second fight okay and i remember standing there and i'm bobbing and weaving you know and just punching in the air and i'm like man i wish i could do that like that was so exciting to me like i wanted to do that yeah but of course i didn't know i don't think anyone knew or heard of women boxing at that time right so i went to bed okay years later i think i started training in 1995 um i think uh what's his name tyson tyson was fighting right yeah did a tyson card was um Deidre Gaudry and Christy Martin. Yeah. And so I'm at a house party because you know back then everybody threw the Tyson fight parties, right? Yeah. So I'm at a fight party and they come on and I'm like, what the what? And everybody's like looking at me like what's what's wrong? I'm like, do you see what I see? Do you see what's on TV? Like there's two females fighting like oh my God like and it brought me back to when I said I wish I can do that. Right. Right. And I think at the time, I think I was 24, if I'm not mistaken. So that was a Saturday. That next Monday, I went to the gym. I walked in and I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, only female. But I'm like, yeah. So the trainer came and he was like, can I help you? Make a long story short. I'm like, yeah, I want a box. You know, and he took me through it. He tried to discourage me. And I was like, I want a box, still want a box. He was like, you still want to do this? And I'm like. I do, I will, and one day I'll become a world champion. Yeah. And the rest is history, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. But um, so I'm sure like most of most females starting out being the only female in the gym. Did he put you in there and try to he, he put there, you in there with some good Man, ass listen. writers, didn't he? And try to listen. have them beat your ass to make you quit. Listen. OK, so I was trying to make that long story short, but since you want to pull it out of me. OK, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the gym. He put me on the bag. Right. And I'm hitting this bag. I think for like two, three weeks, I'm hitting the bag, just hitting the bag. He's not paying me any mind. Um, just one, two, one, two, just hitting the bag, hitting the bag. And so I'm looking around and I see, you know, in the corner there, big old ring. And we got two guys sparring and they beat the crap out of each other. Right. And I'm like, hey, hey, come, let me holler at you. And he was like, what's up? And I'm like, listen, uh, what I'm going to do more. And he said, like, well, what do you want to do? I said, I want to do what they're doing. And I pointed to the guys, you know, sparring. Yeah. He said, you want to do that? I said, yes, I want to do what they're doing. This is what I came for, you know. Right. And, you know, I, being the oldest out of all my cousins, right, I was the protector. So I know how to street fight, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and most of the time when I got into a fight, it wasn't with females. It was with guys. So, you know, we all know that street fighting and boxing is totally different. But at the yeah. time, I didn't think so. Right. And I would you, had something. you had something. You know what I'm saying? I'm beating guys, but in the street. So, I mean, what's, what's the ring, right? right? So I told him, I said, I want to do what those guys are doing. So he told me the, the equipment, the gear that I needed to spar, right? Okay, boom. Come next week, we're going to spar. So I get in there and put this guy in there with me. And I'm just, you know, just doing what I do, what I know how to do. And the guy, you know, he's making me miss. And he went down and said, boom, in my body. And I went down. <sighs> Got back up. By this time, everyone in the gym has stopped. Not, I don't understand. They stopped and circled the ring. I don't understand why a male would get so much thrill I seeing another male beat on a woman. I, right. I don't get that part. But I don't anyways, everyone stopped. They're around the ring. They're looking, right? So I get up. I jump right up and I, I go right at it, go right at it. Make me miss again and boom, to the body again. And I went down. I jumped right back up. Man, listen, let's, let's get it, right? right? This time I'm going at him. I'm trying to kill him, right? And I'm, I'm right. on him. He's ah, and I'm on him, right? Boom, boom. I drop. I jump back up. By this time, she said, oh, that's, that's enough. That's it. That's it. That's, that's enough, right? So, Everybody around the ring looking and they're kicking, kicking, chuckling, you know, and everything. I'm like, okay. So I go in the bathroom. And of course, you know, not so much I was hurt, but my pride was hurt. Yeah. Right. I was embarrassed. Everybody looking, they're laughing, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I shed a couple of little tears. I sat there. Then I thought about it. Then I got myself together. I went to the sink. I washed my face, made sure my eyes wasn't red, waited a little minute. I went back out. I went up to the train. I said, okay, so what time I need to be back tomorrow? He was like, what? I said, what time do I need to be back tomorrow? Right. And he was like, so you really think you want to do this? And I was like, nah, I don't think I want to do it. I know I want to do it. I am going to do it. And not only am I going to be a fighter, but I'm going to be a world champion one day. Yeah. Right? So not having any amateur background i went to the amateur shows but there was no one there ever to fight me like i said boxing was yep. fairly new 
So after a year, I think a year and, and a half, I turned pro. <clears throat> after I made that statement, I think a year, almost well, about two years, after I made that statement, I fought for my first title, 10 rounds. It was against Bonnie Camino, yeah. and I became a world title. Yeah. yeah. You did that. The rest is history. You did that. Yo, Michelle, what's up? <laughs> I see you. Thanks for joining us. Um, well, so yes, no amateurs. It was hard to get amateur fights, period, for all of us back then, which right. thus I had amateur career, but 15 fights. I mean, I wouldn't really call that much of amateur career. It, I mean, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but take us back to the moment when you first found out that night before you were to fly out for your second fight against Lucia Riker unknowingly when you found out you yeah. were who your opponent was on HBO. Take us back to that moment. What were you thinking? Why did you continue with the fight? And how did you not know who you were fighting? Let me guess. You didn't have to sign a contract back then, right? Okay. So let me tell you. You mentioned it earlier when you introduced me. My first fight. 47 seconds. I didn't have, I didn't have any amateur yeah. background. So my first fight, I fought someone. She was about like three inches taller than I was. Um, she was a beast because she was a bodybuilder. Um. And so in the dressing room, getting ready for that fight, you know, you warming up and everything, right? So her dressing room right beside yeah. mine. Now me, I am so nervous. Like even to this day, I am so nervous before a fight back in the dressing room. Like I don't want to warm up. Like I just want to listen to some music. But of course we know yeah. we have to warm up, right? So I'm hitting the pass a little bit, you know, going through the motion. On her end, she's hitting the pass and it's sounding oh, like going on. rocket. It sounded like, boom, 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 right? I'm like, so anyways. Now, you're, now you're like, me, shit, your pants not just nervous. You're like, what the fuck? What the? So my trainer, now let me go back a little bit. Now I had to weigh in. I think the fight was for 100 and, 135 pounds? By the way, wasn't it featherweight? Or no, did you start out heavier and then go back down to featherweight? No, I was, I, no, 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 no. I, when I, my first fight, what was I? No, that when we talk about our first fight. Um, no, I actually, so let me tell you, let me tell you. So I think the contract was, I think, 140, okay. 130, I can't remember. But anyways, coach was like, I think it was 140. Coach was like, you're not going to make, make this weight right when i in the contract i was much lighter you know what i'm saying than what the contract but i'm like man i done trained for a year and a half i'm we fighting yeah. today we'll make it happen right so she weighed in first i think the fight was at 140 140 140 I think. but anyway she weighed in first right and she took all her clothes off except for bra and underwear you know and she stepped on the scale and she was 150 right and so coach was like, they're not going to let you fight, right? And this was, I think it was like in February, if I'm not mistaken, in Miami. So it was, it was you know, a little chill. So I had on sweatpants and whatnot. So I went up to the commission. I said, hey, I'm looking at everyone around me. They're taking their clothes off when they're weighing in. I've never seen anybody weigh in with right. their clothes on. So I went to the went to the uh, commissioner and I said, hey, I said, can I weigh in with my clothes on, right? 
And so he was like, sure. He didn't see any reason why I, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to. I mean, he didn't even see any reason why not, right? So we weighed in at a gym. So I'm looking around, right? And I see, you know, the little weights, like the little five-pound weights and whatnot. So I'm putting it in my pocket, you know, and everything. And weighed in and, and it came one. 47 that's what that the weight was 147 so like 147 on the dot right i really weighed at that time 135 right. pounds so i came in 147 on the dot so she came in 150 over so the the uh, commission asked me what i want to do i said yeah. we're fighting yeah yeah we fight right. right so that, that that's the first thing so then the second thing going back in the dressing room she's warming up i'm warming up and she sound like she's bombs going off right and so my trainer, he was like, oh, my God, listen, if she hit you one good time, just go down on your knee and just stay there. <laughs> no, he Count did not down. tell you to take the ball. Yes, yes. And I'm like, are we serious right now? Like, are we really serious right now? My trainer? What? Right? Is this the same trainer? No, this is I, I, this is the same training with the Lucia Riker. After Lucia Riker, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You know. So I'm like, oh my god, this is my trainer telling me this. Now, my mother didn't raise no punk, put it that way, you know. Uh, so there was no fear in my blood, but I was nervous. Okay, so I'm thinking, oh man, I just gotta just jump on this girl so it's the right. bell ring, right? First round. Ding ding, and as soon as that bell said ding ding, I went at her, and only thing I knew at the time was a one two one two, and I went at her one two one two bob and weave come back up one two one two bim. She was yeah. out of there. Did she probably get a chance to throw a punch? Listen, listen. The girl said. <laughs> the girl said <laughs> that I hit so hard that I could not be in the field. <laughs> True story. That's I promise you. She, I promise you. She said she hit too hard to be a female. That is not a female. She hit too hard to be a female. Do you know, and God bless her, her soul, Shelly Williams, she's gone now. She died of cancer, but we became like this. She was like with the commissioner. And she was like, listen, got to take you to the bathroom. Then I was like, take me to the bathroom. <laughs> they did the not bathroom. check. <laughs> take me to the bathroom. Why are we going to the bathroom, right? <laughs> so the doctor, you know, you have to get examined every yeah. time, you know, before a fight. So the doctor come rushing over. And he was like, what's the problem? What's going on? And so she was like, well, she's questioning her sex. And so I got, doctor, are you serious? That's an insult to my physician. That's a female. You can look at her and tell that's a female. What are you talking about? What are you doing here? <laughs> Shelly was like, I'm oh sorry, but she's questioning it, so I have to. I said, hey, it is what it is, right? I didn't care. I really didn't care. I didn't care. It, matter of fact, it made me feel so good. Like, I hit right. so hard. She I hit so hard, she thought I was a dude? Like, what? Like, like, that made me feel good. I mean, I might sound crazy, but I'm like, okay. So, anyways, we go to the bathroom, right? And I took off my sports bra, and I'm like, and she's like, 
I was, like, I was like, I was like, so you want me to take it all off? And she was like, and so I'm like, and I took it, and she was like, and hey, yup, you're I mean, a female. I guess technically, you could get a boat job. <laughs> oh my she god! Said, well, yeah. Yeah, you are That's female. the best one yeah. I think I have ever heard. Oh, yeah, my God. It is um, what it is. The Fist of Steel. Is. is that how you got the nickname? That is, I promise you, that is, it's, Coach gave me the name Steel. He started calling me Fist. First, he started calling me Fist. First, he started calling me Fist, right? And then after that, he was like, Fist of Steel. <laughs> that's where I got it from. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. So going back to the Lucille Racker fight. So just won my first fight, 46 seconds. Oh, man. I thought I was on top of the world. I just fought this big old Amazon to me, right. you know. I'm thinking I could be. Nobody. I, I, like do. there, I, nobody like I, I don't know what you're talking about. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real, right? So me, got the big head. And not going to the gym like I was supposed to, not doing my road work like I'm supposed to. Coach came to me, he said, hey, this was like two weeks before the fight. Hey, Jim, we got, got a, uh, hey, Fist, we got a, got a fight for you. I'm like, yeah. He was like, nah, my first fight was four rounds. I got $400. Okay. okay. So he came to me, he was like, got a fight for you. And I think at the time she only had, I think, in boxing. Because she had a lot of fights in kickboxing. Yeah. She had over 100 yes. fights in kickboxing. But that doesn't transfer over yeah. to boxing. That doesn't transfer to your boxing record. So I think boxing, I think when we fought, I think she only had three fights, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But anyways, <clears throat> he said, hey, um, fight, got a fight for you. And they're going to pay you, he told me, $5,000, which it was really, really much more but I found out later what happened with that. But anyways, he told me $5,000. Now, $400 to $5,000 is a big jump right. to me. Then he told me it was going to be on national TV. From the gymnasium, <laughs> a local gymnasium, to national TV was a big thing to me, right? So I'm like, let's do it. Right. Let's, let's do it. Right. Let's go. So for two weeks, I trained. I trained for two weeks, you know. So the night before. Wait, wait. Did you know, know who the ago. opponent was? Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I can't say that he did, but let me. So he told me that the fighter was Lucille Riker. I'm like, okay, Lucille Riker. I didn't know who she was. I didn't follow boxing. Only thing I, I, I started studying boxing after this fight, and I mostly studied guys like Roy Jones Jr., people that was like the style of fighting yeah. that I liked, right? So I really didn't follow boxing. I didn't know, you know, like I said, female boxing was fairly new. Yeah. Didn't know. So anyway, he said Lucille Riker. I'm like, okay. He told me her, her record. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the night before we was, before us to fly out to Texas, like the fight was in Texas. And it was a top rank, um, top rank okay. promotions. I'm in bed and I'm chilling. And HBO special came on, and the special was about 
Christy Martin and Lucille Riker, right? But they were mainly talking about Lucille Riker. She knew up and coming, and that was the fight that they was trying to, you know, for Christy Martin and them two to fight, right? So I'm looking at this, and they're showing clips of Lucille Riker. She was a beast, a beast, a beast. And she's knocking everybody out. I mean, she's dropping them clean like it ain't nothing. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I'm a realist. I believe in my abilities. I know what I can do, but I'm a yeah. realist. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait, I'm not ready for this type of caliber of fighter. Like, right. What? So I get on the phone, I call coach. I say, coach, I say, what, 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 what are you doing? And he said, what's up Fish? what's up i said turn hbo he was like what was i said turn hbo so he turned hbo i said is that the girl that i'm fighting he got quiet for about like a split 30 seconds he was like oh fizz but but you scared you scared fizz you just you just not just you scared fizz i can't believe you calling me what are you trying to say what are you trying to say I'm like, coach, like, ah, I'm not ready for this girl. Like, so you scared, so you know. Right, same yeah. coach that told you to take a knee after the girl hit you. Right. Right. Exactly. But that's but after he saw that I knocked right. this big girl out. So you are you feeling right. the same way? Like, you can knock right. anybody out, right? Well, you know, when you, at that time, you know, when somebody tell you scared, oh, yeah, I'm scared. Are you crazy? I ain't scared. You understand me? So I thought about it. Now, the contract came, but it came through a fax, and I had signed a contract. Right. Knowing a little bit about contracts, your word is your bond. So I'm thinking, man, if I say, no, I'm not fighting, then I probably would never, ever be able to get a fight again because I don't sign this right. contract. Right, and it's like a day away. That was my, that was my mindset, right? right? So I went, and the whole time I'm like, I'm just gonna go at her, go at this girl like I did the first fighter, and just give it all I got, and that's gonna right. be it, right? So at the weigh-in, she looking at me like, really, like who is this? Another, you know, another tomato can type thing, looking at me right. like that, right? And I kind of got offended the way she looking at me because I'm like. How you doing? What's up? Da, da, da. And she looking at me like, sorry, you know, I was like, okay, that's disrespectful. Don't disrespect me like that, you know. So fight time came and boom, first round, and I jumped on her. I mean, I jumped on her. Like I had done lost, like she had done stole something from me. Like she had done talked about my mom right. or something. I jumped on and her. And you won the first round. I beat her. I beat yes, her the did. first round. Second round. I did the same thing. I jumped on her. I beat her the second round. After the second round, when I tell you I was done, done, I had nothing left. I was gassed. I was done. But my pride, my pride, third round came and bim, 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 bim. It was a draw. Now, her trainer was Freddie Roach. 
And when I, I saw it, I it took me a little time to go back and watch the film. But I watched the film. And he's telling her, stay away from her. She's too strong in the right. inside. Her face looking like, oh, my God, I'm about to lose my first fight. Type right. Look, right. So fourth round comes out and I'm I'm like right now, I'm like, I can barely like lift my arms yeah. type thing. And fourth round came and I'm barely and she's picking me up. Back. Right, back. she ain't tired. Back. back, yeah, yeah, back. And you know, you can be tired, but when you see that you're getting the best of someone, it's like energy come from right nowhere. Right. You understand me? So she started picking me up. Back, back, back. I go now that the the fight was scheduled for six rounds. Now, who do you know in a second fight? Rounds. Fight six. Right. Right. Another thing. And if she only had three fights, she easily could have did another four rounder. So, fourth round, I'm like, <sighs> go back to the corner. I did not want to come back out because not because she was beating me, not because she was hurting me. I was yeah. tired. Like I had nothing left. Like it's like where you can't even barely get was, a breath out, let alone get up off the damn stool because you just done. Done, 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 done. But I'm not quitting. I'm not right. quitting. You know what I'm saying? So got up, started fighting. Boom, 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 boom. She had me up against the ropes, right? I'm like this. And I'm she swung. When she swung. I went back the punch like here. It didn't hit here. It went here. And after it went here, I just fell over. Bam. She didn't, the punch didn't land. But out of pure exhaustion, I just fell over. And I'm I'm like, I'm I fall over. And the referee looks, right? And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. <laughs> he started counting. He's like. And so I got up, or whatever the case. I mean, she, I mean, when I tell you, she was jumping up in that ring like she had won a million dollars, like she had won a million dollars. So after the fight, you know, of course, my pride hurt. You know, I'm thinking about it. It's on national TV, everybody watching, my whole family, everything. It was like, it was yeah. crazy. But on the way to the airport, right? And she had saw me we were going we, we, you know was at the airport she saw me she's getting ready to go to her gate i'm going to my gate and she stopped me she said can i you know her english at that time wasn't right. that well but she stopped me she said can i talk to you and so we like she said you're gonna be good she said you gave me my hardest fight outside of because she fought a man right in kickboxing she told me I gave her her hardest fight outside of her fighting a man. She told me that she really, that I really had a worry that she, that she thought I was going to win that yeah. fight until, you know, the fifth round came. And she said, you're going to be so good when you really learn how to fight. Now, mind you, I still only yeah. knew that one too. And then everything else that came, it was just right. instant. Right. And I was like, you know, thank you. I appreciate that. And also give you a little bit more she retired and i was there when she retired and she said her speech and she turned to me and she looked at me 
And she said, Chevelle Harlock, I want to thank you. She said, not only did you give me my toughest fight, she said, but Clint Eastwood saw our fight. And that's when he made a million dollar baby. Off so why didn't he have you in the movie too? Right. And I was like, so where's my money? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, but of course they didn't use my image. They didn't use my name. So whatever. But she told me that I was like. But they could have, but wow. they could have put you in the movie. She they was in have. it. Come on they now. Could. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But that's, that's what happened with, with, with that particular fight. And, you know, it really took, it, it taught me a yeah. lesson. The lesson that it taught me, you know, not saying that if I was, that I would have won the fight, but it taught me to never slack up on my training because of a victory. Don't get the big head. You understand me? Don't, don't never get the big head. Don't never think that you have it all, that there's somebody out there that's not for you, that might not have your number. I really believe that if I was in shape, if I was training like I did for my first fight, that that fight would have been a, it would have been a totally yeah. different fight. It would have been a totally yeah. different fight. Um, and too bad you guys didn't rematch. You know, and too bad you huh? guys didn't rematch. I asked him that that day when she was telling me at the airport, and I said, you know, I want a rematch. And she told me, she said, I would never give you a rematch. Because she knew that once you got better, you could beat her. She told me... I would never give you a rematch. And I mean, you know, I respect yeah. her for that. You understand me? I respect her for that. Um, but yeah, it, it taught me it taught me less. Now I was depressed for about like a good two weeks. I couldn't eat, I dropped weight like crazy. But it made me learn the business aspect aspect of yeah. boxing. It taught me a lot about myself. You know what I'm saying? Like my family members, a lot of people was telling me you should quit. You know, just just stop this, 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 that. But it showed I showed myself how strong a person that I right. really am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna allow this to right. stop my vision, to stop my dreams. And I took that fight, took that lesson, and I started studying. And that's when my I started developing my own style, watching. Roy Jones Jr. really was the mainly the only fighter, to be honest yeah. with you. Then I started watching Sugar Ray Robinson. Then I started watching Smith yeah. P. Those type of guys, those type of styles. And I mean, from that fight to my next fight, totally different fighter. Totally different fighter. So in a way, you know, like I said, I hate that it happened. But in a way, it was a good thing yeah. that it did happen. Well, yeah. I mean, so. it gave you that grit and determination to keep coming, but to actually hone in on your skills and learn the whole business and to do it, to be able to do it the right way next time and know what to look out right. for. And it, and it, and it really, it made you who you are. Cause who knows that, if you would have still part. been the same fighter you are today had that not happened. Same thing right. Roy tell me, That's he true. said, um, when, when I had him last week, he was like, um, we were talking about the Olympics when he got screwed over at the Olympics winning the gold. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, He's glad that that happened now, like looking back, because he said, had that not happened, I don't know if I would have became the fighter that I am today and that I would have been on the same path because it kind of humbled him and it just made, you know, it made him work harder to prove to everybody. So, you know, you just take it as a lesson. Um, Let's see, we got 
Collins, um, what is the difference between Cecilia Brakis, Melissa Hernandez, and Belinda Lara Quinte? Those are three totally different fighters. <laughs> totally different fighters. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's start with Cecilia. <clears throat> Cecilia, when we when we started fighting, she came at me, right? But as soon as she felt my power, she started running the whole night. Um, it was a it was a good fight between me and me and Cecilia. Um, I touched her a lot. When I mean touched her, I mean I I, I hit her a lot. You know what I'm saying? After the fight, I'm looking like this, <laughs> you know, and she was looking like she had just been in a fight. Um, a very very sweet young lady. Um. I always wanted to fight her again, never got the opportunity. Uh, we used to go back and forth, you know, about that because she was like, we can do it again, but it never happened, but it's okay. Um, Melissa Hernandez, that's that's my girl. Now, that fight between me and her. Man, we talked about this many man, times. We've talked about this many times. Man, listen. Oh, my God. That was the most fun, entertainment fight because me and Melissa, we both have the same similar styles. Yeah um she's she's so slick you know um she's a counter puncher i'm a counter puncher her defense you know my defense the way she moved it was a fun fun fight and you know when we fought that fight we was really really good friends really really good friends and in the beginning you know she was kind of a little timid you know and i'm, I'm telling her listen you know i guess here yeah, i'm fighting she real hard listen Let's give these people a show like fight fight you know what i'm saying let's fight we fought and then once uh oh you went away where did you go okay you fought i mean we I fought what and when we fought man we we yeah we we gave the crowd uh a show you did a show now belinda belinda <clears throat> me and belinda as well uh really really good friends when we fought you know and it was like I don't know it's like i've seen melinda fight before my fight she fought christy martin a lot of people think that she won that fight with christy martin and i think that when she fought christy martin she lost that really did something yeah. to her mentally. i agree you know what i'm saying mentally so i got that melissa you know what i'm saying and, and it was almost like like we were sparring you understand it was like and like I said, my friend, um, you know, I didn't want to go in there and just, just ah, all out, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I did, I, I think I did my job, did enough where, you know, make sure I get right. the win. But I think that if I would have fought the Melinda that fought the Christy Martin, I think that would have been a total, total. Yeah, a way more competitive, for sure. Yes, way more. For sure um yeah women's boxing channel what's up i haven't seen you in a minute how have you been to howdy duty duties what's going on women boxing hey again channel. chevy hope you're doing well yes um you won your first world title 25 oh 25 and a half years ago actually <laughs> wow that's what's up and i still look the same look you do me. actually you do look the same <laughs> to be honest you really do I thank God. I thank God. I do. I do. You I really do. do. Um, <laughs> nobody would be able to guess your age if they didn't actually know. Um, 
True. He said, had you been had you been with today's matching boxing stable, you'd have been undisputed without a doubt. You'd have been given the best opportunities and they'd have pulled out all the stops. Facts. Yeah, true. That facts. 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 And you know, and I mean a lot of people, they say, Man, you crazy. What you got, what you have to prove, you know, at your age, do you really have anything left? And you know, I get all these things and I tell people age does not I lost your sound. I don't know if it's just me or if it's you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Eric, can you guys or can you guys hear me? Let me know in the chat or hear her. I can't hear you, but they maybe can. Eric, can you hear her? Let me know. She cut out. Okay. Um, do you want to do a refresh? You can't hear? Okay. I'm going to have a reset. Can you guys hear me? Refresh both of us. She's frozen. You can hear me perfect. Okay, cool. I did a refresh too, but then I lost all my chat. So I don't know what questions you guys are asking now. Hold on. I'll text her um, to do a reset. Yes, thank you for sending me those, Eric. You're right on top of things. As soon as she comes back in, we'll, we'll get those. Hold on, I'm trying to come back in. All right, Chevy. I'm holding on. Everybody said they're waiting. She's coming back, guys. Hold on. Okay, cool. While she's gone, just to let you know. Champ is coming back. Yes, she is coming back. She's trying to uh, reset. Ta-da! I'm back. Ah. So, what were we talking about? Um. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they, they, you know, people always say, well, um, you've done it all. You have nothing else to prove this, this, that, or whatever the case would be. And like I said, I tell any and everyone, age does not define me. 
um yes i am older matter of fact <laughs> as a matter of fact september the 3rd of this year i'll be 52 years old but as you can see just how i'm looking that's how i feel you understand me um and and i think that if you still can do it why not there's so much still left in me right and when i started we i didn't have the opportunity to fight for the wbc matter of right. fact christy martin got a wbc but she never fought for the wbc right so far she was given an honorary belt and then from there she fought for the wbc so we didn't have the wbc the wbo the wba we didn't have all those things when i started right we have those things now and i'm like i want i went through a lot yeah you understand me i went through a whole lot i went through a lot without a promoter yeah. um i was blessed to have a promoter when i fought in savannah for like a year and a half but after that it was just me had to stay ready you know um getting in contact with matchmakers befriending matchmakers to say hey whenever there's a spot let me know i'm ready you know fighting other people hometowns yeah i went through a lot yeah you know and for peanuts you know right. yes i had a, a couple of good paydays but for the most part for peanuts yeah so now you got these 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 ladies they getting paid out there understanding yeah. me you know and the wbc or whatnot we can fight for those titles i still i'm still capable i'm still able yeah. to do it so why not right give me a little bit of that right me, you know and at like i said 147 154 let's do it yeah let's, let's do it you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm here i haven't retired and a lot of people would use my age as an excuse to not to fight me yeah um, on, don't, don't do that they do um as a matter <laughs> of fact because we had talked about one person that you wanted to fight for a while um who's now in a little bit of trouble from uh what i'm seeing uh but jessica mccaskill and I asked on one of her lives why she wouldn't fight you or would she fight you? And her response was, or her and Rick's response was, what for? She's like washed up. She's she's old. Like, what would be the benefit for us? But yet, but yet some of those same fighters will go out and get someone they know that's not on their level. Right. They, they know that it's an easy win. Right. you know they know that you know they was handpicked because they're gonna go in there and just go right through them yep they, they would they would fight one of those fighters right but what's the use of fighting me because of my age oh i'm washed right. up. Well, well if i'm washed up then then be then put me in retirement send me to re send me in retirement then. right you could be the one to say you retired to the hall back exactly like i mean i that's a good opportunity to me sounds like a good opportunity to me be the one to say that they retired somebody come on i, I didn't know. even know i didn't even know jessica said that okay jessica I told you, remember i told you don't I forgot me, all about me, that I was like girl i asked her why they wouldn't fight you I man i lost your sound again what is happening Can you guys hear her? Chevy, you got to fix your signal, girl. Eric, what could it be that's making her sound go out? She needs to refresh again. You got to refresh again, girl. 
No clue. What could be making it do it? Just hit your refresh button. Yeah, she's going to refresh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's gone silent. She's gone silent. They can't hear you. Are you on the computer? Yeah, just hit the at the top. Um, just hit your refresh button. Like on like on your internet bar. There we go. All right, hold on, y'all. Yeah, close all the extra apps. Is that good? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let me see. Let me let me see. Let me close everything. Let me see. All right, everything's closed now. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah. So also, Jessica. Okay, Jessica. Yeah, but she's in trouble now. Why? What's up? Why you see? You haven't seen? Oh, tell me what she said about um. What she said about matchroom? I heard about that, but she she tried to come back and say, "Oh, she made a pu- well." They made her make a public apology, but I don't know yeah. if that's the end of it. Well, you know, I'm glad you told me that because uh, it's I want to my I got a, I got a business partner Michelle. She was on here. Michelle, you still you still Michelle on? in here? Is she still on? Listen, she's on. so she's fighting in Orlando. I think. Oh. Yeah, September, that's where she's supposed to be fighting. September the twenty third. Right? Against some girl named Sandy. Sandy Ryan. Oh, I'll be at that fight. Well, I think you should make, uh, I think that you know it. Matter of fact, what's the fucking date again? Because I think I need to be at that fight too. September the 23rd. I'm going to check my calendar. Yes, please. I'm going to go with you if I can. Yes, please, please. Um, Hey, and if you, if you come down, you, hey, you come stay with me. You got to worry about nowhere to stay at. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Tell me the 23rd in Orlando. Oh, so I'm glad. Oh, man. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, you need to get up there and and you need to call her out. Listen, 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 listen. And I hope she wins. I hope she wins. I don't know. Women's Boxing Channel. Women's Boxing Channel is um, a really big Sandy Ryan fan. He's from there. She's from there. Oh, really? Um, I don't know that she'll beat Sandy Ryan, to be honest. I, you know, honestly, I, I, I've i never seen Sandy fight. I really don't know too much about her or whatnot. No, 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 no disrespect. But, um, okay. All right. Well, either I way, mean, it should be even, even if, even if, even if Sandy wins, I'll fight Jessica still just for the comments that she made. Yeah. That's what I think you should. Mm-hmm. I think you should. Um, let's see. Hold on. Did I miss any more questions? Send me ticket links. Michelle, send me ticket links. <laughs> as long as Lawrence Cole ain't refing, Sandy will win. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I think I think the um ticket's gonna be on Ticketmaster, if I'm not mistaken. I know the <clears throat> the hotel is gonna be at a hotel at a resort in Orlando. It's gonna be televised. Is it on the zone? It's on the zone, but match room. Okay. Yeah, I gotta try to make that one. I gotta try to make that one. It's not that far of a drive. I can do it. Or I can fly. I can just fly. Um I think I got all your questions. If I didn't, let me know if I missed your question. But um, back to you. Your fighting style though is often described as definitely unique and definitely unconventional. Yes. Um, could you elaborate on how you develop the style and how it contributes to your success? Because um, sparring only guys, 
if you can't get hit you can't get hurt right right so <clears throat> nate campbell you know nate yeah even it was a little even before nate but nate campbell helped a lot to contribute to this yeah um nate me and nate used to spar all the time matter of fact i was his like one of his main sparring partners when he fought this one russian guy and he beat him nate would knock out his mother if his mother got in the ring with him i would believe that i would believe he, that. he doesn't he doesn't see you as male female uh amateur whatever if you get in the ring with him it could be sparring it could be we could be play fighting if you get in the ring with him yeah. he's going to try to hurt you yeah his mentality is do or die yeah the way he grew up you know what i'm saying boxing right so he would drop me all the time in sparring all the time and i got tired of that yeah so then i started studying i started studying i said so you know what you can't hit me you can't hurt me right and that's how i developed my style i will practice counter punches move move step slide angles yeah. this that you know what i'm saying right and it helped a lot yeah it got to the point where he he had some some problems trying to get to me yeah he had some problems trying to hit me you know yeah. and i just kept studying 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 practicing 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 to the point where sometimes i'll be in the gym and i would do something on the bag and my trainer would come over he would say something i say well that's not how roy does it well that's not how roy does it you're not roy joe jr <laughs> did you ever tell roy that yes i did he probably I loved did. that and i had and i had like i said i had the pleasure of working with roy for a little minute you know and oh my god he is so knowledgeable yeah so knowledgeable you know and and i learned a lot just for the, the little bit of time that i worked with him i learned so much yes yeah yeah i can yeah i can see that he said he's worked with several different females like yeah. trying to train them and stuff yeah holiday resort that's that's the um, location the fight is going to be at in orlando yes in orlando florida yeah okay well if the fight is still on has anybody heard if it's been i mean i don't know with what she said i don't know if it affected the fight we'll see uh they might want to pull her any hard punching prospects that can punch hard like you oh uh, let me see Good um question, um alicia bomb bomb Baumgartner. I sparred with her. Matter of fact, uh, let's see. It was like, I want to say maybe three, four, three or four years ago. She fought in Tampa and um, I fought, I think I was like the co-main event and she was on the undercard. And the next following week, we sparred in the gym in St. Petersburg and we sparred and that girl can hit. She, she the truth for real. She can hit. Um, let's see. Outside of that, I sparred with my girl Ann Wolf, but I knew Ann could hit, so I I I didn't uh I didn't stick around to allow her to hit me. Let's put it that way. Right. I was I was on the move. I was yeah. on the move, but I know Ann can hit. Let's see who else. Uh, trying to think, who have I fought that can really hit like that? Oh man, I can't think of nobody else. You know what? When I fought, um, what's her name? 
short what's her name i fought her for the ifba um did i say her name you did say her name you did say her name you did say her name um so is that the one where you got the w band belt no that was that was gene garci as a matter of ah hold on i can go back up i I fought for the ifba i can't leave i can't dressel no not brenda dressel no not brenda dressel um you're throwing me off she's sure which one ifba the ifba lightweight title is you got from garside no not garside um then it wasn't ifba come on name somebody else Jim Rikia? who Rika? was it the no. lady from japan uh no. mary joe sanders let's see miriam lamar no cecilia brackets melissa no mary joe sanders no Bonito, no laura serrano no come Alicia on ashley layla no. melissa del no. val melissa no. del val maybe no mary joe sanders holly no. Holmes, terry blair who terry blair terry blair terry blair terry blair yes 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 so i fought terry blair and that was, that was, I, was, I, was, we, I, was I was gonna ask you about this one that was televised and we I, you know me i'm a boxer i move around da, da, da. but i said i'm gonna fight this girl toe to toe right and here in the middle and we went at it and it we was did. so much fun but i don't know exactly when it happened but it happened she went and she said boom right here on a hold on just on my left side my rib right boom she hit me and i felt i felt the hit like oh, oh that was that was a pretty good hit right but you know kept on fighting and it went on and and this and this and that and, and i won the fight but i went in the back in the dress room and i'm like trying to breathe and every time i inhale i will feel sharp pain in my side and i'm like what is going on she fractured my ribs yeah. and i didn't even know it matter of fact right now still my bone is like still like out a little bit and it was like there's nothing that we can do only thing just wrap it and that's it we can't really but yeah I, I, during the fight you know other punches other times i didn't really you know she could hit and that was the night we met like that but yeah. she actually fractured my rib yeah yeah that was fight of the night that was the, that was the when we met it was the fight of the night it was yeah yeah, yeah. that was a yeah phenomenal car but yes definitely fight of the night you, yeah. you, you fought on that car right yeah I was on it. yeah that's when we met but that was definitely fight of the night and yes y'all went toe to all night. right there all night. yes yes Facts. yes um let's see alicia can punch yes she just said fight still on sandy is finishing last few days in portugal and will fly to the usa at weekend to finish off camp to fight the 23rd okay i just wasn't sure with what happened eddie was pretty dang pissed off um what was going to happen with it I believe Baumgartner. Oh, so speaking of the Baumgartner thing, I guess we're gonna have to ask it because I know that it's coming out here in the in the comments. Right. Oh, let me before before I answer that. Somebody asked me how about uh, what my thoughts about Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano, I love her. I She's the that. truth. Um, Amanda Serrano. Oh, Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano. You know, I met her. As a matter of fact, she came to fight in Tampa up on the Jake Paul um card and she contacted me and she like hey champ i got some tickets for you she gave me tickets front row seat everything you know that that was love um she's gonna walk you down she's a beast yeah. i really really love her style um 
she to me i mean she's puerto rican but to me she she has a mexican style she's she she walks you down you know yeah. and um i i really i really like her style and for what i can see look like she got some pop to her punches as well yeah, so yeah I, I really like uh, amanda serrano yeah she's definitely gone all all different weight classes i mean all the way down yeah. to i can't even one 12 or 118 or something like all the way up yeah she's definitely done her thing for sure amazing yes amazing. and she's been fighting since i was like she's been fighting for a long time too a like, long time she's finally she finally getting her just due you know she put in the time the sacrifice all of that and, and I'm, I'm i'm really i'm extremely happy for her. extremely yeah. happy for her. absolutely uh the dynamic change in her physique from when she jumped suddenly from small hall fights to names like terry harper is startling yeah you're talking about um you're talking about ryan yeah i'm excited to see the fight with sandy ryan and jessica mccaskill um i, I am kind of excited to see that one but now i'm even more excited now that i know Shelly's gonna be there we're gonna be right there <laughs> But though, uh, back to you though, and only your fifth fight, like we were talking about earlier, you took on Bonnie Camino, um, another definitely Hall of Famer, definitely yes. fighter. Um, yes. Won by TKO though, capture your first world title, WIBF featherweight. Tell us about the fight and the feeling of becoming a world champion. Oh man, how that fight came about was crazy. Um, me and Bonnie. I can't think of the guy name, but he was the only one putting on shows and he was paying for at that time, you know, like the girls wasn't getting anything, but he was paying $5,000, um, you know, for championship fights. And so I can't remember exactly how I met Bonnie, but we met and we became real cool. And she was like, Hey, would you come down to my gym sometimes and train and, you know, and this and this and that. And I was like, okay, cool. Cause you know, she had, been started you know before myself and i had just started and yeah. she was like you know she wanted to show me some things and you know just open up her you know her, her home to me and i'm like that's what's up so a week later i get a phone call and they couldn't find bonnie an opponent because we're gonna fight on the same card we, they couldn't find bonnie opponent they couldn't find me opponent so the guy was like well how about you and bonnie fight each other <clears throat> loyalty is everything to me right and i was like oh even though he told me how much money it was i wasn't even i was like whoa me and bonnie we cool like that's my friend like what are you talking about? i was like have you talked to bonnie about this he was like well I'm, you know i'm gonna give her a call this and this but i want to know how you feel about it i was like mm, you need to talk to bonnie about that right <clears throat> so he said okay so that thing is kind of bothering me so the next day I called Bonnie, right? I said, Bonnie, I said, the they, guy called me. Huh? Like, did they call you? No, no. So so next day I called Bonnie. I said, Bonnie, I said, this guy called me and he, and before I could finish my statement, she was like, well, if you're going to take the fight, I need to know because I can't have you coming down here if you're taking the fight. Right. That kind of rubbed me the little, a little wrong way. And I was like, Okay, so then she said, because um, I'm trying to help you, not hurt you. <laughs> All right. So you called me back and you let me know. Right, and you were just calling her to see if he had asked her about it. 
So you call her back. <laughs> it's funny now. You know, we both laugh about it. And I was like, okay. Well, when she found out is when she saw me at the weigh-in. Because she did, did she didn't know who the opponent was? Or you just didn't <laughs> call her back to tell her? Right. I, I'm going to show you. My my, okay. I'm gonna show you I'm my gonna, answer. I'll see you. I'm, not, I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna show you my answer. You yeah. understand me? Sign so I'm gonna call the guy back and I'm like, yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'll take the fight. I'll take it. So she had what I don't know how many years of experience, you know, ahead of, ahead of me. And at the press conference, we had a press conference and everything, and she was like, they asked her about the fight, and she was like, she just using me as a stepping stone, but these stones have edges, and she's gonna find out, and this, 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 that, right? They asked me who who you think is gonna win. I like the best person of the night's gonna win. I'm not a really a trash talker. The best person of the night's gonna win, whatever. I trained my tail off. That was my first 10 rounds. I think I had only went six rounds prior to that. When I tell you night and day i train so hard i can't stand running i hate running anybody i didn't want to fight me be like can, can 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 listen i don't care i hate running with a passion my trainer would literally get in a truck and make me run and stay ahead of him this was every night and then twice a week he made me run sprints and sprints and sprints and sprints. that was my weakness yeah being in condition was my weakness right but i trained my tail off for that fight and so at the press conference she told me you know said what she said that just gave me more fuel like right. okay okay right. okay you on the fire and then to find out that don king and all his people was going to be there and all of the, the the big fighters at that time you know don king was signing it every female yeah. that you could think of he was signing them they were there you understand me and i'm like okay and then Don King sent someone, I don't know if it was Don King himself, but Don King Productions, this guy came to me, Bobby Goodman, I think that's his name, I'm not positively sure, and he presented me a contract. And I was like, no, I don't want to sign this. Only, only way I would sign that, and this is what back then, only way I would sign it if I had a guaranteed shot that I would fight Christy Martin, right? Right. And it was like, no. You know, they told me they were like, "You, we would never allow you to fight Christy Martin." I'm like, "Why?" No, I was like, "Well, no, I'm not signing that." So the guy told me, he said, "So, but do you really think you're gonna beat Bonnie Canino? Do you really think you're gonna beat her?" That's what the guy told me, and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "If you beat Bonnie Canino, he said, I will present you a contract and I will guarantee you a fight with Christy Martin." I said, "Okay, bet." All Don King people was there, or whatnot, right? Me and Bonnie, we fought, and when I tell you that fight, that was an awesome fight. That was an awesome fight because I didn't get tired. I I did what I wanted to do. My style, everything just came together. Yeah. And for them to put those belts around me, that was the greatest feeling. So that was a great fight in itself. Yeah. After the fight, Don King's daughter, Deborah, um, Debbie King, Deborah King, came. <laughs> I had a contract in her hand. <laughs> Wanted me to sign a contract. I said no. I said I gotta let my lawyer see this. I didn't have a lawyer. I said I gotta let my, <laughs> I gotta let my lawyer see this. You know. But right. that fight, that fight with Bonnie, it was, it was everything. It was yeah. everything. Well, do you think if you would have signed with Don King, you would have had more opportunities? Nah, Don King's son, Paul King, 
told me out of his own mouth he was like we're trying to keep you from christy martin we will never let you fight christy martin he told me that and so when christy martin left don king right before she was getting ready to fight me at st john i was like okay and i was like with public i want to fight you 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 and that started a whole big mess you know i mean it it was crazy it was crazy but um we we never got a chance to fight me and christy no, never we didn't. did you have you ever met christy well you've met her at the inductions <laughs> duh but have you ever asked her about it like did she ever know you wanted to fight her so you don't know that story do you i don't know that story you haven't told me that story <laughs> i wish i wish you would have known knew that story before you interviewed her so i didn't know the story why didn't you tell me i thought you knew the story i didn't know the damn story so mia me and you you already know this part me and mia st john we used to be really 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 good friends i think until um until you cornered me yeah it was your fault that we i'm so sorry day. she still will not talk to me but anyways when the fight was presented for her and christy martin to fight she came to me she asked me my thoughts on it we had a conversation about it okay but i was like i really want to fight christy like i really really want to fight christy right because you know she was the biggest yeah name at that time so i really want to fight christy so anyways every time a camera a mic interview i don't care was in in my face they were always asking me what's next i'm like well i want to fight christy martin yeah i have the highest respect for christy i really like christy never trash talk christy none of that always said i just want to fight her that was it so one day it was a saturday you know christy Martin used to live here in orlando and she had an um, amateur program yeah and i was living in tampa and i had just came home from work and i was tired and my trainer at the time he was in orlando with his amateur fighter and he called me and i answered phone i said hello <laughs> just like that hello you like no 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 come come back come back she's on the phone right now she's on the phone right now you you tell her no you know come tell her and, and i hear it and, nah, nah. and i'm like what what's, going what's going on like what's the problem oh oh christy martin told me to give you this message to keep her mf name out of your mf mouth you're mfing things up for her and that that uh, i'm like whoa Tell her to get on the phone. Oh no, she won't. She won't get on the phone. She she went back inside. I said, "Well, you tell her she don't have to deliver any messages for any messages to me. I'm gonna give her the opportunity to tell me herself, right? Tired and all. Took a shower, got dressed, got in my car, and drove like an hour and fifteen minutes away. I got there." walked in and she was at the, the the ringside doing the little commentating right i walked in i saw her walked around i'm sitting in the back matter of fact i was sitting beside lori ramsey sitting in the back i had this this look on my face like i'm all about business lori like Chen, Chen, what's wrong no. <laughs> 
So I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there. And it's like, you know, sometimes you so you can feel somebody just staring at you, right? Yeah. She just felt somebody just staring at her. She turned around and she looked. And when she looked, I went, yeah, I'm here. So, you know, she did her thing, whatever the case may be. So after the fight was over, I went around to the other side of the ring so we can be facing right on. Yeah. Yeah, we cause we we're gonna have a conversation. Like you got so much you need to tell me. We're gonna have this conversation, right? Right. So I went around the ring, so I'm standing there, and some of her friends like standing right beside me. I didn't know family member, I don't know. So she came and she walked up to them, and I'm patiently waiting, like right? she ah, talking to mine, and then she walked by me and she went like this, right? And then I I I stopped. I said, Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I said, um, there's something you want to tell me? I'm tired of you going around here tell, saying that you want to fight me. You're messing things up for me. Just stop it. I don't need you. And she was going on and on and on and on. And I mean, she first she started out here. And then people looking, people started coming around. And she went up to here, right? Yeah. I let her talk. I let her say whatever. I just let her get it all out, right? And after she paused, I went, are you done? What? I said, I'm going to talk about you today. I'm going to talk about you tomorrow. And I'm going to keep talking about you until you fight me. I said, you're either going to fight me or you're going to retire. I said, it's up to you. But I'm going to keep on talking. And you and nobody else can stop me. I say, now you can't stop me by fighting me, but that's the only way you're going to stop me from talking. Right. So she's like, ah, she got all right. And so by this time, because she's, I'm kind of getting angry. So I put my hands behind my back and I'm like, just holding my hands like that, right? Ah. So when she stopped, I, said, I looked and I looked at the ring. I said, you know what? As a matter of fact, we can, we can, we can, we can, I said, we can handle this right now. We can solve this right now. There's a ring right there. Right. The audience, there's the ring. We can stop this right now. Oh, yeah. And then she got loud, a lot, a lot. And I just started clapping. I say, nice, nice, nice performance. That's a great performance. So by this time, her bodyguards, whoever gets between, I said, we cool. I said, I'm good. We're going to have to ask you to leave. I said, no problem. I'll leave. I said, but do know this. I'm going to continue to talk about you until you retire or you fight. And from that point on, she couldn't stand my guts. When I tell you, can't stand my guts. But I did see her, you know, at the at last. Did you, did and you I, walked, I walked up to her and I said, hello, Christy. And she spoke back. And I said, I think we need to talk, you know, because she was signing autographs. I said, I think we need to talk when you finish. And she said, okay, but we never got the opportunity to talk. Why did I not? Why did you never tell me this story? Like, I could have asked her about that when I interviewed her. Not that I can't ask her about it because I go to the fight shows and she has fight shows in Nashville and I yeah. go to them. So it's not like I can't ask her, but yeah. I would have liked to have known that. Yeah, I, wish I, I thought you knew that. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. Yeah, because I would I would love to hear her. I would love to hear her take on it. I would love to hear her take on it. Love, 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 love. I'm going to ask her. And yeah. I don't know what she says, but 
So there was not, but you guys never fought. How long she after that was it that she retired? She, like, she, she fought, she fought, she fought Mia St. John. And I think what she was saying was, I think the buzz was getting around that I, I want to fight her. Yeah. So I, was that I, the I'm second thinking, time she fought Mia? Huh? Was that the second time she fought Mia? Uh, I think it was the first time she fought Mia. Okay, because she had quite a few. I thought, I thought she only fought Mia one time. She fought Mia no. twice? I'm pretty sure she, yeah, because I think she beat her the first time and then she lost the second time. Really? Yeah. Well, then, then this is, I think this is when she lost against Mia. Okay. So I did ask her about that fight because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love Mia St. John. And like Women's Boxing Channel said, yes, I beat Mia St. John twice. That's what we were talking about. The second time I fought Mia when I won the WBC title from her. Chevelle is the one that came with me. Her and Nate Campbell went with me to Mexico because Chris couldn't go. And I got stranded in Mexico trying to get back home. Which I just found out last year, by the way, at the induction. <laughs> she didn't even freaking tell me. And that was oh my god, how long ago, freaking 12 years ago or some shit like that. But she went with me and cornered me for that fight. And ever since then, Mia won't speak to Chevy. And I feel really bad about that because they were like good friends. And I feel really me. bad, but like Chevy was my friend and I didn't have nobody to go. So I was like, Chevy, like I need a corner person. Like what the hell am I going to do? So she came. Yeah. Um, but yes, I did ask her about that, about the second Mia St. John fight when she lost. And she said the fight before that, she had broke her hand. I can't remember who, who it was against, but she broke her hand and she had to have surgery. And while she was under for surgery, she had a stroke. Mm. And when she, they told her that she shouldn't, you know, obviously she shouldn't ever fight again because like it could kill her. She got hit, you know, could cause another stroke. Da, da, da. And she wanted to get her 50th win. Mm. So she took, Mia, and that was also the same time she said she was going through trial with Jim Martin oh, when he okay. was being sentenced, sentenced mm -hmm. for um, trying to kill her. She said it was against the Dakota Stone that she broke her hand. Dakota Stone, yes, Dakota Stone, you got it. Um, so she said she was going through the trial. She picked Mia because she thought it was a you know a for sure fiftieth win. That was what she was trying to get to, mm -hmm. and then she had the stroke while she was having surgery, and it wasn't long after that. That, that that fight was but she said she just her body just didn't respond gotcha so no, i think i think it's the first time they fought when i was there. so maybe it was the first time yeah. but yeah because she well i think that was her last that was her last fight i'm pretty sure so i it probably was the first time they fought yeah it was it was the first time they fought the yeah time. they fought twice. it was when st john lost the second time versus martin it was martin's last pro fight yes yeah, that was her last fight. So it had to have been the first one. It was. But, so, but then, but there was quite a bit of time span between her first fight with Mia and the second one when her last fight that y'all could have fought. Right. That girl didn't want to fight me. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I'm going to ask her about that. Yeah. I'm going to ask her about that next time I see her. Um. So we've talked about. I've talked about least a lot on the show um, robberies in boxing. I've talked about your last fight robbery. I don't know how many times on the show. <laughs> talked about it with everybody I have on the show. Actually, I'm like, did you see Chevelle's fight? Um, 
But on paper, technically, you have nine losses, technically, of which we all know you didn't really lose all of those fights. Um, which Tell us which ones of those fights do you honestly feel that were complete robberies or that you should have got the decision because people always want to know like which ones do you feel like was were strong well i can i can tell you, i can tell you the ones that i i did i can say that i really lost um of course i really lost against uh uh shit, lucia Riker. i lost oh, against yeah. her. um i i lost against uh holly holmes the first time um i lost against um um Doris Hackle and nah I'll take that back. I won against Doris Hackle. I lost against um uh um Mary Mary Jo Sanders. Mary Jo Sanders? Yeah. That's it. So that's only like three, three out of the nine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And that's what we're talking about. We always be talking about this shit on the, the bullshit decisions and stuff mm-hmm. and robberies. And that's why it sucks. It always sucks, like for me too, like fighting in their hometowns because it it's just never fair. It's it's. Just but you know, honestly, I mean, I've I've only fought in my hometown one time, and that was like two years ago. Yeah, I know. Um, but outside of that, I kind of like going to other people's hometown. It it it. Uh, yeah, it's not fair though. True, true. But you know, going in. You know, honestly, if you have to be honest with yourself going in, you already know what you you up against. You do. You know? I mean, I don't know, though. I always say my best fight, though, was the Mia St. John fight. Yeah, you did. Just I was definitely the underdog. Yes. 100%. Yes. I was being booed like crazy. Yes. In the, that, that, just, that, just, that, just, that, just, that just gives fuel to me. That just brings fuel. Yeah. It's like, but okay. But then they were to switch the crowd. That was what got me. Yeah. Like they were booing me so bad. Like Mia, Mia. Like the whole fight, they were chanting her name. But at the end, they were chanting. You, you, you made them your fans, and that, and that's, and that's yeah. the beauty of it. That's yes. the beauty so of it. So that was. I get what you're saying there. Because that. Because you know you really, was- honestly, I feel you really don't have any fans. You have like two percent fans, because as long as you win it, they all for you. Oh, but yeah. as soon as you lose. You might have yep. that two percent that's still there, but the other yep. ones, they're gonna talk about you. <laughs> you, you, you was this and you was that. You, but you just said yesterday, <laughs> right? Right. But you, but like what? Right. Like you call them up and they're like, "Who is this?" Right. What? Right. Right. So you know, yeah. you know, you. Um, I want to. I'm gonna. It's like this is how I see it. I'm gonna make your home my home. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was the highlight of my career. Yeah. I mean, not just because I won the title, but the feeling of the arena was so freaking big there. I mean, it was huge. It was- and just the feeling of being booed the entire time to like the last two rounds, maybe. I mean, it was a that feeling. You just can't, you can't beat the feeling. Right. You really can't. Right. Um, right. That's- oh, Women's Boxing Channel, you were referring to Baumgartner. The, the, the dynamic change. Okay, so Chevelle, they want to know what you think of it. <laughs> the Baumgartner. The dynamic change in her physique from when she jumped suddenly from small hall fights to names like Terry Harper and the size difference. And I get what they're saying because if you go back and you look at a picture of her 
from four or five years ago when she was before she fought Terry Harper, or even maybe at the time she fought, she was she was muscular, but she was not ripped. There's a difference between muscular and ripped. There is a difference. Now I'm not saying that's not possible because you've always been ripped, always. And I know you're a clean fighter, hundred percent, hands down, no questions asked. So it is possible, y'all. It is to be ripped. It is and not cheat or use drugs but thoughts on it what do you think okay do you think there's a possibility now that picture showing her ripped that was at a weigh-in right yeah uh i'm pretty sure it was at the weigh-in gotcha. yes now listen you're dehydrated exactly you're dried out exactly it's almost like exactly it's almost like uh bodybuilders Let me like when they exactly their entire now, me, body. now let me tell you let me tell you what i used to do like even on my facebook page and if i was to show you a picture like my profile if i'll show you the picture that same if i'll show you that same picture 10 minutes prior to what you see on my page you'd be like what the nine out of ten when i take pictures right i go in the weight room and i'm Ah, the weights and I'm and all the blood is you know and I'm popping I'm <clears throat> da, 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 all down and I take the picture yeah you swole you real swole yeah, and then once that yeah, thing, once, 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 once that goes down you like what happened right right now <clears throat> weigh in I got a picture well my my stomach is like yeah you can uh, wash clothes on it right with yeah. that day I could be on weight and nine out of ten when i when i come to a fight i'm on weight but psychologically i want to be like at least two or three pounds under yeah. so what i do is i'll go and i'll like put on a, a sweatsuit or a garbage put on garbage bag garbage bag and i get all the water all the water all the water and then i run on the treadmill and i get all around and then i do about like 100 sit-ups ah, 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 ah. and then i go and i get on the scale boom so you see me depleted of all liquid yeah plus my muscles look all big because i just did all these things or whatever the case yeah. may be so i'm looking like a right uh. but as soon as i put liquid and stuff in, in in my system and i then everything it goes back to normal now i saw alicia like i said we follow the same card and then that that saturday that preview the next week that saturday we sparred yeah she was she was ripped like she, yeah. she, she was ripped right and, I'm like, and i mean Come she on. looked her body looked like a bodybuilder body yeah. right and i'm like dang she tight she tight like i know she probably have to work hard work hard, work hard. but a lot of that especially for african-americans it is genes yeah. okay and like i said you add that plus she works hard because i've seen it with my own eyes plus she works hard plus you take pictures after you don't did all these things right here add it yeah. all together so i can see right. how that can happen right right you say that picture was taken this and then it was three years later that this picture is taken right she has the capability and the ability to just all she does is train yeah she eat properly she she got the the right trainers 
by her side, all of these yeah. things, right? So things we didn't have. Exactly. So yes, you can easily, you can easily go from here to there. there. Yeah. So I can see that. I did see one picture where she was all da da da, but it looked like to me the picture was photoshopped. So I'm like, that don't maybe. I'm like that don't that that's no, that don't that, that her her neck don't even look the same with her body. I seen a photoshop right. picture of her where they try to overdo her, right? Overbook it, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> right. Well, and you spar with her. I mean, the strength is it possible for her size? She's smaller. Yeah. I mean, I know so. Power. A, I mean, power doesn't have to do anything with muscles. Your muscles, right? your physique. Right. It's all yeah. about, work. and I know that, but a lot of people don't understand that. Yes, but difference is she now she now has those multi zigzag vessels popping in her biceps. And I get it. And I, and I get it. I get it. But look, but look at. Let's see if you can see. Look at my look at my look at my forearm. Look at that. Right. Yeah. Look at my jaw. I got. I have a. I have a a square jaw. Right. Yeah. And 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 I'm not not so much taking up for her because deep down in my heart i don't think she did but a lot of those things that's been said about her they once was said about me oh she got yeah. to be juicing oh she got to be this she got to be especially with my abs oh yeah no female abs is ripped like this she got to be doing this she got to be doing it and i'm i'm clean period yeah you know what i'm saying clean so yes that can that 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 can happen even like lifting weights like me i do a lot of uh, neck things with the weights yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah all this right here is muscles muscles yeah. you know what i'm saying i take wraps i put it in my mouth and i like this with the weights all yeah. that is building up all of this right here so when you get hit then you, you you feel nothing right so it is possible that her physique can change like that yeah my thing is how you take a test is negative is positive and it was it three days later yeah but now somebody was saying i read something today that it was the the original test that she supposedly like test that they said she tested clean that something came up in it so then they sent it off to like a special lab, uh -huh. which is why it took so long to come back. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, right. but I read that today somewhere. So, I mean, I guess if it was the original sample she's talking about where they said it was clean, showed something, and they sent it in for further testing. I mean, I don't know. It's just it, the whole thing is weird to me. It's, like, it, yeah, it's, it's just something doesn't know. make sense. Now, my thing is, <clears throat> when are they going to test the B sample? Right. What, what what what's taking so long to test me? Because you got the A, and if that's come, then they supposed to uh, retest you, uh, automatically test. No, when you take a P test, you got you got the, the A sample, you got a B sample. If the yeah. A sample comes are dirty, then they're supposed to go right to that B sample. Right. Why other. haven't they did the B sample? What's the problem? Right. That's that. Right. See that? Just, that's why I say something. It just it, it's something is up. off. It's not something it's is just, off. It's not adding up in there. Yeah. It's, it's just you've seen more murderers at the that is true. I mean, that is true. I mean, you know, I mean, yes, I get it, 
we will find out. I mean, eventually right. the truth shall, shall set, set you free. free. Right. And right. somebody's truth is going to come out one way or another. Right. We'll find out eventually. Right. I mean, it's going to take a while, I think, because it's going to be some back and forth for a while. But eventually we'll find out. Right. Um, but over the years, you've won numerous, numerous titles, faced the best opponents there is. Which victory stands out to you the most as the most meaning, meaningful to you and why? Say that one more time. Um, over the years, you've won numerous titles, faced best opponents. Which victories stand out to you as the most meaningful and why? <clears throat> um, hmm. Just like yourself. I went into a total different country when I went to Japan. Yeah. And, you know, going that far, you want to at least try to get there a week or, or at least two weeks before the fight. Mm -hmm. Three days before the fight. <laughs> and you know how the time is totally different. Yep. That's like a whole day difference, like there. So three days before the fight, then when I got there, you would think that we have somebody to meet you, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I had to walk, I think it was like five miles to go to the spot where the person gonna pick me up and all these things. Yeah. Did all of that, got into my room and whatnot. Fight night. <clears throat> they said I was gonna fight one time and 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 that one and the times kept changing i still had jet lag out of this world i was in a dressing room and i went to sleep because i was tired i was exhausted and finally they came back there and they say hey wake up it's time it's time for you to fight it's time for you to fight i hadn't warmed up i hadn't I was still stuff that I put on and everything, and they was rushing me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I put on everything, you know, and well, I'm telling you, I was tired. And then these guys walked through, and they was all dressed in white, right? I mean, every last one, about like five of them, they was all dressed in white, and they like the had the black hair, you know. And they walked through, and they looking at me like, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> right. So they walk on through, right? So I got up and they was getting ready to call my name. I went, called, stopped playing my music, they called my name. So I'm walking out to the ring. I'm, I'm like still haven't fully awakened, right? Right. <laughs> so there we are. Round one, I'm just like there, but not there. I think for like three rounds, I'm like, but she hit me with a good shot in that third round. Kind of woke me up. Yeah. So for fourth round to 10th round, I was up. I was there, right? Yeah. So I didn't stop her. So I'm thinking, you know, but I, I, I heard a, I really heard her, you know, on a couple occasions, you know what I'm saying? The referee looking like, should he stop right she made it through so when i got ready when they got ready to announce the winner i'm standing there and they got my head down like ah. 
all, I'm the only American there, me and my, my, my corner, right? And it was only, it was only Nate. It was just me and Nate. It was just me and Nate. Ryan okay. was there because, you know, he was, it was for his belt. Right. Me and Nate. So I'm standing there and they speaking, you know, in their language. And then they said my name. And I'm, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And doesn't that suck when you don't know what they're saying? But listen, with you, everybody was like, ah, with me, with me. It probably was silent. Silent. Not, not, not a peep. Silent. And then, no clap. And then one of the guys that was all dressed in white, he stood up and he said, and then everybody and when he did up. that, the whole auditorium ah, started clapping. Oh my God, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the Rocky movie. Yes. In Russian, when they, yes. when they were fighting. And the guy was finally stood up at the end and, and did the clap, and then yes, everybody yes, it was exactly like you know what I didn't even think about it. That it was exactly like that. Yes. So they gave me exactly. this, this big old trophy. They hand me the trophy, and then they put the belt around me, and then they did some type of like ceremony type thing. That's awesome, baby. When I told you at first, at, at first I was like, Lord, where's my passport? <laughs> I got to get out of here. We got to go like right now. Somebody's gonna jump us yes. in the parking lot. That was an awesome feeling, you know. Like I beat her, and not in her hometown, but in her country, in her home, yes. her own country. And I made that country at that time my country. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that's awesome. Yes, I do know what you're saying yes. because it was the same shit. But yeah, the thing that annoyed me the most though about over there is we we had to do all them freaking interviews and stuff. And they never spoke in English. I didn't have a translator. And they're asking me questions. And I'm just like, I'm looking at Nate. Like, I have no fucking idea right. what they're asking me. Now, what I, I don't understand. Right. What I can say now, you know, for the three days that I was there, I did have a translator, you know, go around with me. But okay. Yeah. But that's good. Because finally I went up to the guy and I was like, I need a translator. I, how do you expect me to answer these questions when I don't even know what they're saying? And then the, all the press conferences and stuff, I'm like, yep, I'm just going to sit right. here right, and look pretty because I have no idea what they're <laughs> going on right now. And then I hear him say my name and that's all I knew. But that was it. But yeah, other than that, yeah, that was, that's the awesome though. Right. Um, right. On all the I think we talked about that. Well, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but out of all the, the great fighters that you fought, who was your toughest opponent? <clears throat> Let's see. Was it Terry Blair? That was a fun fight. That, that it, yeah. I mean, it, 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 we was going back and forth, but I mean, really, it wasn't like my toughest fight. Toughest, yeah. I'm trying to think, my toughest fight. Oh, you know what? Um, I mean, I saw Lucille Riker. Uh, the the first fight with um, Holly Holmes was really tough. Okay. In Mexico, he just said Holly Holmes. Yeah. Question yeah. Mark. In New Mexico, that elevation. Yes. I, when I tell you that first fight, I felt like I couldn't breathe. 
I'm like, yeah, what is going on? Like, and then the, the yeah. next, the, the can't breathe with her running like a jackrabbit the whole yeah. damn fight. <laughs> that girl can move. Yeah. Like, you got like, move. like, yeah, that girl right. can move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, be just stay still one second. Like, right. Was, like, can you just stop pedaling for one second? Golly. Like, but she just, she just, yeah, you know. But uh that, Man, that was the in and out fighter her whole still yes even in MMA yes, yes. special talent yes absolutely. yes absolutely absolutely uh, but feel you won the second fight though that's man listen listen buckle and everything but you know what she is so sweet I, I she is so sweet when she is when I yeah. fought under her undercard against uh Gina Garside we actually trained together that girl is a beast because she runs she up is. these mountains right and i'm trying to run up the mountain where i'm like hey listen time out time out time out i'll see you when you get back down here right i'm away like, she she put in the work to be able to move the way she moves yes. not only that and running up and down the mountain aerobics and all these things she yes and the altitude there yes the you know you've got crazy. an extra extra condition man yeah yes. she do she deserve it all she do yes, yes. um looking back on your magnificent journey though is there a piece of advice you wish you could give have given yourself when you first started boxing oh man let me see consistency and patience uh, consistency you know sometimes like i was telling you I'm like, man, the fight's not coming, and I just be like, bump it, you know, um, not going to the gym like I should. Yeah. Cause you wait so long for a fight to come. Yeah, you just lose that's motivation. The, you know, that's that's the consistent consistent part. The patient part is when I hadn't fought for like I think two years. Um, I just and they the Holly Holmes fight was. Um, offered to me because I hadn't fought in two years. I just jumped on it the first fight. I just jumped on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, going into Mexico like I did, and you know, being out of the ring for two years to jump on a fight like that it was a world title fight. That's a no-no. Right. You got to have patience. You know what I'm saying. You can't just just jump at the first thing that they offer you. Right. You have to have patience. The fights will come just just stay just stay ready stay right. consistent you right. know in your training stay consistent you know what you're eating case stay consistent because have patience that fight will come yeah don't don't rush it absolutely yeah that's good advice though good advice everybody listening that's great advice listen listen uh women's boxing channel says love cecilia but not convinced she really woke up with the flu versus the first scheduled terry harper fight the other month strange pullout great to see mm. it's back on now though yeah i thought that was kind of weird too but to be honest you don't know when the flu's coming and you i mean i thought it was a little fishy too don't get me wrong i think i actually i think me and chevy talked about that when it happened but it is possible you could wake up sick as a dog puking and i mean there ain't nothing you can do about it i mean so it's it's possible it, it can happen. <laughs> it I mean, can happen. 
Y'all still representing the Bucks. Y'all see football season. It is football season. <laughs> um, and so so we had two common opponents. Now that I actually, I mean, I knew of the one. I didn't never know you fought Alicia Ashley. Oh yeah. Um, that was the fight I had went down to one twenty two, and I almost I I struggled extremely extremely hard to make weight. And I she was came up. She, yeah, she came up. I think it was, I think one thirty five. She came up to one thirty five to fight me. Um, she's smooth. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. If it wasn't wasn't because of my power. She would have beaten. Yeah. Her movement, her movement is just, it's like she's, she used to be a ballerina and it's like yes. she's dancing in that ring. Literally. Like she's literally dancing. Literally. And, you know, I had to, you know, I caught her, you know, I caught her clean um, a couple of times that slowed her down, that stopped her. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, I just went on in and, you know, did my thing. But other than that, smooth, 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 and, and, and a great counter puncher. Great counter Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I was drained for that fight. Uh, definitely shouldn't. I would, And I did it one time, and I would never go down again that low. It was extremely hard to do. Um, but another one, my our other common opponent, Janine Garside, the, and I remember calling you when you took this fight, and I said, beat <laughs> her ass for yeah. me. Yeah, a, lot um, people, a lot of people thought Gina was going to beat me. I know. Don't hit me. I, I never had a freaking doubt in my mind that you weren't going to beat the shit out of her. Um, but everybody knows, I've talked about it many times on this fight, about the bullshit that went on in that fight between me and Janine and yeah. then her never rematching me. Um, she should have been disqualified. But I was so happy when I saw in the headline, Chevelle Hallback versus Janine Garside. I was like, oh, yeah. And I called her. I was like, you beat her ass. And you did. Um, that was our one, another common opponent. But you, you made that one easy it was an easy victory for you um ifba lightweight world title it was in 2008 but you also in that fight got the history's first ever w band championship belt yeah talk, talk to us a little bit about that fight what the what that victory meant to you and, and then securing that first even though it's not like a ranked belt but w band Man, but that that belt everything to me is like a wbc belt to somebody else you know what yeah. i'm saying me and Sue, <clears throat> Sue gave me so much publicity. Yeah. You know, she gave me so much love. And when that belt was presented, when she said, hey, you're going to be one of the first to fight for the belt, I was like, are you serious? So yeah. much love, you know what I'm saying? And just to have that, that red and black wrap around my, my waist, I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, she, you know, supposed to be biased but she man looked like she was like cheering me and like you can see her face like you know you know and it was and it felt so good you know yeah. so like, me and sue are really really cool she's she's always been nice to me always supported me from the yes. beginning you know what i'm saying and that meant the world to me that to win that bill absolutely yeah i was so happy i was oh, like i got a question for me question for chevy question for chevy what's the question when was watching the <laughs> channel uh, oh, she addressed the camera with full makeup on, though. Yeah, with the flu. I don't know. I'm just glad. I mean, it's happening now, so we'll see what happens. What's your question? Shoot it out there. You know I will read it, Women's Boxer Champ. I got you. Um, your fighting career, though, we talked about it, has spanned multiple decades. Yeah. Continue to compete well into your 50s. How do you, 
attribute your longevity in the sport to your success in some of your best fights? How, how do I contribute my longevity? Yep. Don't get hit. I got hit all the time. <laughs> but I don't like I don't like to get hit. Listen. I, no, I don't like to get hit either. I just Damn. didn't have to have defense like you. Listen, I'm a, I'm a spawn with, with men that didn't care nothing about me being a female. Taught me that. Don't get hey. hit. <laughs> I mean, we Don't spar together. We sparred once. We yeah, you really. good. But yeah, you, you know, you can hit. Now you can hit too. I can hit. Nobody asked the question. You can hit. You really I, can hit. Man, I appreciate I, that. I don't know. I forgot all about that. Me and you spar. Yes, you can hit. Yes, you never told me that. Yes, ma'am. You can hit. You got some pop. Hey, you hit me one time, good clean. I said, well, I gotta stay away from her. <laughs> <laughs> we were spawning. I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta. I gotta stay away from that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome! I know you, you never hit. told me that yes, before. Man, you, you just you made my some... shit go way yes, up. Yes, ma'am. You can hit. You really on, can. Because I hit hard, y'all. You do. Said I hit. Yeah, I'm not just saying that because you my sis. You can. You really can. You man, can I appreciate that. Yeah, you that was hit. like that was like a highlight of my career too. Well, you meeting hit. you and then sparring with you, I was so fucking nervous to spar with you. That's probably <laughs> because I was like, I gotta hit her at least once. Oh, she said, uh, how do you feel about that is is what it is. Uh, did it need to get, did it need to get, okay. Not the, okay. How come your how fight come with Melissa Del Valle was declared? No contest. No contest. Okay. So I think it happened in the, I think it did right in the third round. In the third round, what happened, it was like a freak accident. Um, we're yeah, fighting. you got to go four rounds. Yeah, yeah, we're fighting. Yeah, you got to go four rounds. We're fighting, and she came. She was coming in, and I went back in the, the draw to throw a punch. But as I'm throwing a punch, I'm coming in, and I guess I, I lay with my head, and she's coming in, and it hit her lip. And when it hit her lip, her, her whole lip split in half, and blood just skirted out, just like that. And they automatically they stop the fight but that's why it was a no contest because it didn't go four rounds yes it's yes it has to go four it has rounds. to go at least four rounds yeah i learned that the hard way uh with my fight in i don't even know where it was at maybe california i think it was in california but yeah i had a fight get stopped um from a cut i and i was winning the whole fight and he should have stopped the fight i don't know why he didn't stop the fight and that was the fight that was on um the best damn sports show period that's why i was so upset uh but yeah they stopped it because she had got a cut fight should have been stopped any damn way but they didn't and then in between rounds they stopped it and but they ruled it um a draw that's what pissed me off it wasn't even ruled a no contest or whatever it was ruled a draw there that was their rules if you didn't complete wow. the rounds there it was it was considered a draw so i have a draw on my record for that fight but it is what it is um roy and i talked though a lot about um how he doesn't understand how some people take away from like his legacy because he ended up fighting when he went back down in weight and then he stayed and he lost to Tarver the first time he's you know he said after he came back down and won the title he should have retired 
because he had already made history and you know and then he came back down and won a title but regardless he kept fighting and how he doesn't understand how just because he did that and then ended up fighting past his prime and had some losses why people like think that tarnished his legacy and like how that like took his place away in in his legacy people do that all the time we talked about we've talked about that before what is your thoughts on that and do you feel like people have done that to you i mean i don't think so but do you feel like not i no, it hasn't happened to me um i think with roy one thing about it one thing for certain tooth for show is that no one can never take away what you accomplish yeah he thinks they should only be based on your prime like all the things you accomplish in your prime should outshine what you no one can no 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 one can never take away your accomplishments and the things that you have accomplished that no one can never take that away from you right but at the same time it depends on what you do determines how people look at you yeah okay they can't take away his accomplishments no right but for you to be like here and then at the end of your career the way you pretty much ended your career now people looking at you a little differently like come on bro you know what i'm saying like it hurt in my heart to know this man over there in russia and he's getting beat not only getting beat he's getting knocked out you know it's like you're making yourself look bad like why go out that way right you understand the way he the, the fight with he won the first fight with tarver yeah second fight um even with that fight oh, if you look at the fight, Tarver closed his eyes and threw the punch. Yes, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. I mean, it's like, okay, you know, that happened. But that in itself didn't tarnish his legacy. No. Or didn't tarnish, that didn't do it. You going over there, you fighting all these fights, and you getting knocked out. And every time you talk with somebody talking about Roy, they're saying, oh, Roy lost the fight. Oh, Roy got knocked out. Oh, Roy, come on, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel you. I get it. I get it. Um, I always ask everybody this question about all the BS that we have to deal with as women in the sport of boxing. I already like about wet myself laughing so hard about some of the things you told me about that you had to go through. Is there any other hilarious <laughs> or things that you had to do that you shouldn't have had to do? Um, or is that like that tops them all? I mean, that is literally on the top of my list. That's the funniest <laughs> shit I have ever heard <laughs> out of all the stuff we go through. <laughs> um, no, no, you know, you mean, know what? Um, after the Lucille Riker fight, I had a strings of, of wins, and then and some of those rings is by knockout, right? Yeah, then after that, I couldn't get any fights. I was literally told, You can't get any fights now because you keep knocking people out. Well, Christy Martin was knocking everybody out, so what's the difference? And I'm like, will you tell a dude that? Right. Like, what you mean? Doesn't that that's what's not what I supposed to do? I mean, do. isn't that what they want you to do? People you want to see knockouts. You know, and then there, and ain't a lot. There's a couple of couple of fights, you know, where I felt that I won, but I held back a little bit and it went against me, you know? Yeah. So yeah well that and i mean the fact that you're like literally most one of one of the most feared females in the game it causes you to have so many layoffs 
not because you want layoffs, but because right. nobody will fight you. And that's been, that's not just as you're older now. I mean, that's, that's been, been my whole damn career. That, career. And I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I would never say that I'm not good. I, of course, I feel that I'm good. I do. I feel, I feel that I'm special. I feel like I'm a special fighter. Yeah. But. I don't feel that I'm all of that way I should be feared. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get, so. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, I mean, it's been like that your whole career. This isn't something new. I mean, you've had layoffs your entire career. Because oh, my entire career. And then people are like, oh, you you came out of retirement. I didn't retire. <laughs> I have never been retired. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, you're still fighting at the age I'm of still fighting. Morning, still fighting. Um, got robbed on the last one. Um, but what I need to know is who are you calling out? Who is it that you want? Who do you want to fight or call out before retirement? I mean, there's got to be a list of people that you're like, I want this one, this one, and this one before I'm done. Okay, let's see. Um, at 147, I want um, Natasha Jones. Um, That's going to be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Natasha Jones. Um, now we can add Jessica, Jessica to that but list. You would, you would call her out Jessica. You can add Jessica. Definitely add Jessica to that list. Um, I always said I wanted a rematch with Cecilia Brackets. I mean, you know, yep. I'm not as adamant about it now because it's been such a long time. But I would still love a yep. rematch with uh, um, Cecilia yep. Brackets. I'm going to say this, and I've said it in the past when I first started saying it because I was a little more active then, but because I'm not active now, I don't want no one to say, oh, I'm just saying it, uh, the Rodney Coattail, or I'm saying it just to get uh, publicity, or I'm saying it just to get views, or I'm just saying it just to be saying it to draw attention to myself. And that's why I haven't been saying it lately. I know. But because, but because you I mean, I'm asked asking a question. a question, and you ain't going to lie to me. Because you asked a question, okay, who I want to fight before I retire, and hopefully it can be done at 154, is Clarissa Shields. The one and only. She says, a lot of people says that, you know, no one wants to fight her and this and this and this. And that. I don't care anything about, oh, but you old and this and this and this and that. I would love to fight Clarissa Shields. There you have it. I love it. She knows this. She knows. I said it. We've, been, we, we've gone back and forth on Twitter. You know, uh, the one thing for certain, anytime anybody has asked her about any fighter she has never mentioned my name no i never heard of and i've told her on twitter some years ago i said listen you know who's going back and forth she used to call me an og i said yeah i am an og yeah i like that you know what i'm saying and she was like um that she would beat me or whatever and i said girl a fight between me and you would be like a fight between mayweather and canelo and i definitely wouldn't be canelo and I told her, I said, but you have the power to be, you can make it happen. Just make yeah. it happen. She can make any fight she wants. And she blocked me. 
she blocked. Well, well tell her, I mean, give us some insights, like break it down for us. What do you think? I mean, stoppage, decision, what you gonna do? You think you can stop her? I mean, I we all it would it would be a yeah. challenge. It would be a challenge okay. to stop her. Can she be stopped? Almost definitely. She can yeah. be stopped. Uh, can I stop her? I have the capability of stopping her. Um, but I think it would be yeah. a challenge. Um, but I would definitely beat the brakes off of her. Definitely beat the brakes by the way. What about a fight with Green? No, no. I, I, I ain't ashamed to say it. I ain't scared of nobody. But a fight with Green? No. I wouldn't want to fight Green. That that green number one, she's a big girl. She's a big girl, and she's special. She's fighting that. What green is, she is special. She, I mean, you know, she didn't look like what people thought that she should have looked like in her last fight, or whatever the case may be. And sometimes we know we have bad fights, and sometimes a person that you think that you might walk through, they'll step right. up to the challenge. They'll step up to the plate. They'll, they'll show you a different person just because everybody feels that they're gonna be exactly. soft. Everybody feels that they're gonna be exactly. You know, they, they they something inside of them comes out like I'm okay. I don't have nothing to lose, but I'm gonna show you exactly. You know, what is she fighting I'm, I'm just not gonna push over. Yeah, you agree? I think she fighting one either 158 or 160. Yeah, I was gonna say I think she's a little bit heavier. Yeah, she's real heavy. She's real heavy. Stop her. Stop her. <laughs> Michelle says, stop her. You're talking about Clarissa Shield, stop her. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, I, I would love to fight Clarissa Shield. Um, I would love to see that fight anything, happen for you before you You know what I'm saying? I don't have anything against her. Um, I respect her. All the accomplishments that she has, you know, was able to accomplish. I respect yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, she she did it with the first Olympics. She did her thing. Second Olympics, she did her thing. Yeah. You know, she got a team behind yeah. her, you know what I'm saying, to be able to make things happen yeah. for her. And, and and that's what's up, you know, and I applaud her for that, you know. But um, she's an athlete, I'm an athlete. She's a competitor, I'm yeah. a competitor. You know, uh, I want to be the best at whatever I, I do. And I in mean, order to be the best, sometimes you have to fight the best. And right now they say she's the best, so let's, let's yeah. get on. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to fight the best. That's who's who's the best right now right we gotta make that happen right and people you know people people think that they they think that it's disrespectful when a person calls why? you out why that's boxing. i mean if, if no one and no one will ever call you out no one will ever want to fight you then you don't fight then then what right you doing? how are you supposed to know somebody I prime example me how are you gonna know if i want to fight you, you know if i don't call you out right i'm like, just gonna sit here and wait like and hope that you call like right. that's not happening so you got to make a buzz right. like you, you know, got to let people know yeah no 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 disrespect anything i'm just like hey i i, I think you i think she's an um, amazing um athlete let's yeah, be amazing she's just, together yeah, she's just 160 plus two divisions higher yeah she's a little too big green yeah she's a little too big yeah. Chevy, don't, Chevy don't need to go that high. She don't no, uh, uh, I ain't trying. I ain't trying to play with those big girls like that. Even though Clarissa is big, but I know she can come down to one fifty four. Yes, she can, hundred um, percent. Clarissa, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Um, you've always said though, music plays a significant role 
in your preparation and for fights. Tell us a little bit about that and why. Oh, man. Music gives me life. <laughs> I like to play. I like all type of genres of music. Um, I definitely love gospel. It's just the feel of gospel. It just empowers me. Yeah. You know, um, there's nothing, not nothing that I can't do. You know what I'm saying? With the help of, of Christ, there's nothing that I can't do. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it, it, it motivates me. It uplifts me. Um, it just, it just really, really makes me feel good. So I love, love gospel music. I also like to listen to um, R&B, you know, old yeah. school. Um, yeah, me too. You know, and it's like I'm not even talking about the fast. I mean, like the the slow music. Yeah. You know, R and B. It's just relaxing. I like to listen to jazz. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I like to listen to country music. Country music tells a story. Yes. So, um, I, I like to listen to soft rock. You know what I'm saying? The 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 lyrics even to soft rock sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to listen to music that has a meaning. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I put what i'm trying to do my goals and my desires i relate it to what i'm listening to exactly you know what I'm saying? and it just it just helped me go harder motivates me to keep going no matter what comes in my way just keep going just keep doing it yeah yeah I love and, 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 and you know and, and you know and, and boxing is a dance it's all about it rhythm. Is. it's all yeah. about rhythm you know what I'm saying? That's how I, to <laughs> I mean you can dance i'm not i wasn't really much of a dancer but i mean it is when, when you master that side of it. I just never mastered that side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michelle says Chevy can stop Natasha, Jessica, and Clarissa. Okay. Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. All right. Um, your legacy, though, as a boxing icon, it's firmly established. Nothing can take that away from you. But what do you hope to be remembered for most? Um... She didn't let she didn't let anything stop her, not even age. You got that in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Not even age. The naysayers, <clears throat> age. She didn't let anything stop her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um she saw it, saw the vision. I felt it. I worked on it. I worked for it. And I did it. You did it. Facts. Women's Boxing Channel says, I love Coldplay lyrics and Jason Mraz. Yes. Yes. In addition to boxing, though, for a second, you also played another one of my favorite sports, football. Football. Yeah. Professional American tackle football. Yes. I was running back Tell in line. about your time on the football field and what that was like. Man, I ain't got a lot to. I like the football better. I like the boxing. Get out of here! <laughs> but but at the time, football then it wasn't paying any money. You know? Yeah. Um, but um, I was doing it at the same time, and um, I played running back, and I also played linebacker. Love linebacker. I just love tackling people. When I tackle, I used to pick them up and just slam them. You know, I, I know that sounds kind of cold, but yeah. But um, as a running back, I was going sidestepping. I was going through the the one hole, and um. One of the offensive layers layer was coming and hit my knee. Boom. And I, and I just kept moving my leg like, oh, Lord, please don't let my knee be broke. Please don't let my knee be, you know, be messed up. Right. But like I said, I was doing both. 
And I knew then that I had to make a choice. Right. Because I couldn't continue to box and get in football too and get, you know, get hurt. hurt. Yeah. Right. Take the chance of getting hurt. I so that's you. why I stopped playing football. Well, yeah, I love football. Love, love. Man, yeah. Yeah, I dislocated my shoulder really bad. I'm not playing competitive football, but just playing football with the guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it took a, it was a nasty tackle. Nasty yeah. tackle. I didn't even see him coming. But hey, it happens. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of slamming people though, you've also dabbed in MMA. Tell us about the transition back and forth between MMA and boxing. And did you really like MMA? I tried it and I just did not. Um, there was not, this, um, get off me. Just get off me. There was this organization called UFC here in in, uh, in Tampa, Florida, and it was fairly new. They they went uh, far, but um, I hadn't fought. I couldn't get no fights, and I wanted to do something just to stay active. And so the guy at the time, John Prescott, he was like, "Hey." try MMA. I know you would do well this and this and this and that and do actually pay me to do it, right? Um, I'm not passionate enough about the ground. Not yeah. passionate enough about jiu-jitsu. And you have right. to learn that. To get yeah. in that cage, you have to learn that. And it's like it, it, I wasn't passionate enough about it. And so my first fight I won, you know, um, beating a girl up, standing up, beat her up, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was a great fight. But my second fight, <clears throat> I was beating the girl up. I was doing very well and got cocky. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take her to the ground. I picked her up and slammed her and took her to the ground. And she reached up and brought me on down with her. <laughs> Put me in the triangle. <laughs> and I just went on ahead and tapped on that because I wasn't going to let her choke me out in front of millions of people. Right. There was a lot of people there. And that was that was the end of my MMA career. I was like, yeah, nah, that's not for me. No. I tried it. Man, back yeah, I tried it back when like literally the only name was Gina Carano. Yeah. And a coach came and was like, You gotta try and do MMA, like you you can make it big. Man, I tried I trained for like a month and I could not the ground, the training for the ground, and like every time and then like they always just wanna grab you and I'm like, get the fuck off, get off of me. Like I don't want you holding me. I could yeah. I was like, This is not for me. I can't. I can't. Right, yeah, I, it was just too much. Um, but I like the training, like the uh, the conditioning part of it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, great, great, great. But yeah, and I, I respect those guys. You know, some people yeah, I on the ground just rolling around. Nah, man, they used to do them little lot of down, lot of like when you're like running across the floor and you got to go down on one knee and then do the other knee and then the other knee. And I was like, this sucks. And trying to get out and oh uh, yeah, this sucks. I, I know, I know, I know the basics. Or whatever the case yeah. may be, but I got you. Like I said, whatever, whatever, whenever I do something, I want to be the best at it. Right. And I, know I couldn't be the best at MMA because I wasn't passionate enough to learn the ground. So. Right. I got you. Uh, my daughter's next to me. She's cracking me up. Um, what advice would you give to young aspiring girls out there that really want to make their mark in the sport of boxing? Um. First of all, you have to believe in yourself. Boxing, boxing, the, the sport and the business, it's just it's just just dirty, just nasty, just nasty. <laughs> but you have to believe in yourself that you can do it, number one. And number two, you got to train your tail off. There's yeah. no shortcuts in boxing. No. I tell people all the time that. We have to bleed sometimes for us, you know, 
and you step in between those ropes, it's not guaranteed that you can step out. So you have to prepare yourself at all costs for each and everything. And if you're going to go half-hearted with it, don't do it. Boston is not for the weak. No. We don't play. We fight. It's very physical. It's a hurt game. And you have to have it here. And you have to work hard. Very. Very Women's Boxing Channel, I appreciate you for hanging in so long. I know the time over there is different. It's almost 4 a.m. there. Wow, we're, we're oh, they're in London, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I appreciate you for coming on. I'm so tired now. Chevy Brooke has been emotional. Loved it. Blessings and take care. I appreciate you, Women's Boxing Channel. It was Thank great you. to see you again. Hey, hey, tell hey, tell Natasha Jonas I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah. Let, let, let Natasha know. Chevy's coming, and uh, we need to make that happen. Yeah. Hey, and you know, they've been giving the excuse because of my age, I can't get a license in London. Well, find a loophole. There's a such thing called a, a foreign license. Well, I'm a foreign, as long as I'm licensed in the United States, that I can sign, do the application and get a license, a temporary license to fight in the UK. So tell uh, uh, Jonas, no more excuses. I'm waiting no excuses natasha jonas she can get her license i can't get it on <laughs> let's do it i uh, appreciate the, the women's boxing channel it's been a minute i'll see you next time um he had me confused now um you've been also involved though acting roles and you have made your own films yeah um tell everybody a little bit about that because most people don't know that about you yeah i um I love writing scripts. Um, I did a short movie called. He said uh, Jonas Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I did a short movie. It's called uh, Chevelle Harbach's Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Yep. Um, it's on YouTube. It's only 17 minutes long. That was my first project. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Good night. Um, loved it, loved it, loved it. <clears throat> I was very. Uh, I was very happy about what I did. You know, I got um, some awards for it. Film festivals, won a couple of film festivals. Um, but yeah, so now I'm working on a, another feature. I'm working on a feature movie. It's going to be called The Gift. And so I'm working on that. And uh, I want to also try my hand, maybe like a, a TV series or whatnot. Nice. But, right. But I'm, I'm going, I'm currently in school. It's called Full Sail. It's a film and production school. So I'm currently going to school online. I'm doing well. I got an A so far in my classes. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm passionate about that, and I, I really, really want to pursue that. Um, I am pursuing it, and I uh, hope to be great at it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. I can't wait. So you keep me in the loop and let me know what's going on. Tyson Fury doesn't have a British license. Yeah, but he, he did. He did apply. He did apply for the um, foreign license. Um, I just read that. So I think he's waiting on that, but they did deny him a license in London. And um, now he's applying for a foreign license stating that, you know, he resides, I think in, I don't know if Vegas or whatever, wherever he said he's residing at, and just gonna apply for a foreign license. <clears throat> facts. Thank you, Tony, for throwing that out there. Straight facts though. Um, What's not up, Tony? What? Yes, thank you, Tony. <laughs> um, not too long ago, though, you broke another record. 
Florida State record in the 50 to 59 year old 165 or 160. Oh, yeah. Deadlift. How exciting was that? Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. You know, um, I at one time when I was in my teenager years, I wanted to uh to be a bodybuilder, right? Yeah. Um, but they had to go through too much. <laughs> But when I used to work out in the gym, I used to lift weights with all the guys, right? Yeah. And the bench press fascinated me. I used to see those guys lifting all the way. I'm like, man, I, I want to do that. And at one time, I couldn't even lift the, lift the bar, right? right? And I went all the way up to where I could lift um, the forty-five place on each side. You know, I mean, this when I was younger, built my way up to that. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I built my way up to doing like. Um, 50 um dips with the with the weight you know hanging around yep. me and stuff like that so bodybuilding i was done with that i didn't want to do that anymore but then i used to see the guys do the power lifting yeah and i was like you know what i think i'm pretty strong i think i want to get I into that. that you know so just two years ago i was in the gym training and um you know hitting the bench press and i went all the way up to excuse me at the time i had went all the way up to um 165. And so the guy was watching me. He was like, "You're pretty strong. You ever thought about part?" I'm like, "Yeah, this, 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 that." He's like, "I can train." I'm like, "Okay," and he did. And I went all the way up to like 205 in the bench press, and then deadlift. I was like, I was scared of it. I don't know why. I would see people doing. I'm like, ah. And so one day I just started doing it, and I just kept putting weight on it, kept putting weight on it, kept putting weight on it, and I'm like, okay. And when I went to like you know 300. So I did, I think the record was like the bench press, I think it was two something. And then with the deadlift, I think it was like 319 or something like that. So that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Just breaking records all around. Yes. 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 Well, it's definitely clear that you can do anything for sure that you put your mind to. You've got the will, determination to succeed yes. in everything that you do. I'm super excited yes. um, for the, well, I'm super excited to see these fights that we were talking about, um, yes. Jonas shields let's do this i'm super this excited for that but i'm also excited to um the the movie the writing like the scripts all of that stuff like i'm super excited i know you'll be fabulous at that too thank you so much um, i appreciate it is there anything that we didn't discuss that you want the world to know well um i have a business partner michelle you know so we'll be doing some things in the future Michelle in the comments yes i don't want to i don't want to speak on it you know too fast as it's okay. in the works but um as soon as i can speak on it i will but uh we're gonna be doing some things in the near future so. okay well you better just send me a text and let me know awesome i don't like being the last to know things like okay i, I promise you you won't be the last to know christy martin thing and like all this good stuff like i don't even know <laughs> lord jesus here's another one y'all that when, when when chevelle went with me to mexico to fight Mia and then wasn't friends with Mia no more. I'm sorry, Mia St. John. Like you can still be cool with Chevy. Like I'm, I apologize. Like she was my girl. Like I needed somebody. I didn't have nobody to go. Um, she, no hard feelings. Um, but she just told me last year at the inductions when I got inducted to the Hall of Fame that she got stranded in Mexico. Got stranded in Mexico. Never told me that, and that was in 2000 nine yes so that was 20 how long ago was that 14 years ago out of something like that 
something like that. She's just I talking about that. Part now. So she got she tell the story. Okay, the story. okay. So oh man, <clears throat> so after the fight, you know, we went, we had a great time, and so Brooke live in Chicago, I live in Florida. So to get to the airport, it was a four-hour drive from yeah. where the fight was at to where our hotel was at. So we had to drive four hours. They they drove us four hours to get to the hotel. So I mean to the airport. So we get to the airport and we embrace. Okay, yeah. She went her way. I went my way. Yep. Now coming into Mexico, they gave you this white strip piece of paper. And it says you have to have this piece of paper in order to get back on the plane. It tells you that down the big sign and all these things, right? So, okay. So after the fight, we went to this like this party. And when we got back to the hotel, I don't think we went to sleep. We was like, oh my God, we got to, you know, get our stuff together so we don't miss the, the car to go to the airport. So I'm rushing, 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 putting all the stuff together. Forgot all about the little strip piece of paper. <clears throat> so when I get to the airport, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for them to call my plane and called and everything. So I get up and I show my passport. And so the guy was like, okay. Then he was in Spanish asking me about the, the white paper. I'm like, sir, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. What paper? And he was like, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he's like, well, I couldn't get on the plane without it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, there's my passport. Like, you see my passport. Right. I couldn't get on the plane. So he called for them to bring my luggage <laughs> off the plane. So they brought my luggage off the plane. They brought it up where I was at. And so I'm going through my luggage and I'm shaking everything. And so the paper fall out, but it was just a piece of the paper, not the whole thing. And then he was like, and I was like, okay, I don't know where the other part, but you see that I have this, can I get on a plane? Could not get on a plane. So I'm not a type of person that like really panic. I, I kind of keeps it together. It's like, okay, what's next? So he said, I had to see the, um, I had to go to the embassy. This was on a, what, Sunday? Yeah. The next day was that Sunday. Um, I had to go to the embassy. Go, embassy. So he was like, well, go downstairs, tell me where to go at, to go talk to whomever. So I went down there and I'm talking to the guys and they was like, yeah, you got to go see the embassy, go to the whatever. <clears throat> okay, where is that at? How do I get there? This and this and this and that. Oh, they don't open until Monday. Right. I'm like, Monday? I'm like, listen, I'm not from here. The people that brought me here, they're gone. It took me four yeah. hours to get here. I said, I don't have any family here nothing so what do i supposed to do to monday where do i go right so they were trying to tell me i could take the cab to to get a hotel and this and this and that and all these things i'm like oh my god so then the guy was like or you could take the bus <laughs> to texas and all i needed was my passport i didn't have to have that I'm like, piece of paper, piece of paper fine where do i catch the bus so he's telling me you know trying to ah uh, so there's nothing in english he was the only person that was speaking english and so i go out and i try to find this bus 
I don't know how I found the bus. I said nobody but Jesus. Find the bus. I get on the bus. A man looking at me like, "Who are you? Where did you? Why are you here? Why are you?" So I said, "I'm trying to explain to him," and he's like, "He doesn't speak any English. I don't speak any Spanish." So I'm like, "America, me, you, please, America." He's like, "Ah." So he took me to the bus station. I get off the bus. Um, matter of fact, only money that I had left was the money that Brooke had paid me. So I had to buy a ticket to Texas, right? I'm on the bus with all the workers, you know, they, the migrant workers or whatnot. So I'm on the bus with them going to Texas. So I'm happy. I'm on the bus. I sit by this guy. He looks at me. I look at him and say, hey, how you doing? He and rolled his eyes and turned his back. I'm like, okay, no problem. So we ride and I fall asleep. Next thing you know, the bus stops. When the bus stops, it's in these woods. <laughs> and it's just a shack. It's like an old shack there in the woods where the bus stopped at. So I'm looking and people look like they're in the army. They got these guns and they're walking on the bus, right? And as they come on the bus, I guess they was asking for people car to make sure that they was on there legally to go to the United States to work. I'm assuming, right? <clears throat> so he's looking at everybody's car. Okay, so they come to me. And he like, oh, like <clears throat> type. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my passport. <laughs> Pull my passport. You know, so he looks at the passport and he was like, like I'm like, what? This man did the same thing the man in the airport did. He went, piece of paper. I said, oh no. I said, the man, now this man does not speak any English. And I'm just going off. I said, no. The man told me at the airport, all I needed was my passport. I didn't need any piece of paper. So, no, I don't have a piece of paper. I just have my passport. This man motioned me to get off the bus. Uh, told me to get off the bus. And there was another guy with a camera. And I looked at him. And then I looked at the window and the bus. And all I see was woods and a shack. I looked back at him. I said, no, sir. I am not no. getting off this bus. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. You're going to have to drag me off this bus. I am not getting off this bus, right? So he's just going to In the middle of nowhere. Oh, I'm not getting off this bus. <laughs> so the lady beside me, she turned she looked at me she said baby what's wrong i said thank you jesus thank somebody speak english <laughs> and so i explained to her my situation ma'am and i went through the whole spiel and she was like no problem so she stood up and she stood in that guy's face and she was like he said <sighs> and he walked off the bus I just grabbed that lady and I just guardian angel. Yes. I just hugged her like, ma'am, thank you so much. So we continue on traveling. We get to Texas. You know how you see in the movies, like when people get to where they want to go or to America, they bend down, they kiss the ground. <laughs> I got off that bus and I bend down and I kissed the ground. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going, we have to go through customs and I'm in the line 
with all the workers, the migrant workers. I'm in the line. And so the guy that's in front, that's checking the, you know, their bags and checking the bags, he kept going. Yeah. He said, so I'm just going the line. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he did it again. I went, <laughs> so when I got up to him, he said, where did you come from? And how, how are you and why, are you, why are you in this line? I say, sir, it's a long story. <laughs> he, he said, you know, just, just come, just come. So he let me through. Um, I was at the airport. I had to go. No, no, let me, I forget where I was at, but then I called a cab to the airport, went up there, told the lady my situation. My plane had already gone. I said, ma'am, just get me to close. Just get me to Florida. I don't care. Just get me to Florida. And she was like, well, the closest I can get you to Tampa is Orlando. Yes. She said, okay. She said, that'll be $500 and da 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 I said, what? Yes, that'd be 500 I said, ma'am. Let me tell you what I just went through. I said, first of all, I do not have five hundred dollars. Right, and I had a flight already. Right, and so I told her went through the whole spiel. She looked at me, she dropped her head, and she looked back at me and she said, "She hand me my tickets." She said, "It's standby, but go up these stairs. This, this, this is to Orlando." Man, I could have jumped across that counter and hugged that. That was nobody. I don't know how many people out there believe in Jesus Christ, but I do. That was nobody but Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Understand me. So I got oh my tickets, God. you know, um, got on a plane, got to Orlando. When I got to Orlando, which is like about like 45 minutes to an hour from me, I called my brother, came and picked me up. I made it back home safely. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe for the life of me that you did not ever tell Amen. me that story Listen. until last year. <laughs> like what? Man, listen, listen. I got stranded in France too, but I was at the airport. I just missed my plane. Yeah. But but that was that was an adventure. Yeah, for sure. You could have never seen me again. I don't even remember a damn piece of paper. <laughs> that was. Yeah. yeah. And can you believe, Tony, that she waited all the way till last year to tell me? And this was in oh, 2009. Yeah. And she was telling me we saw we got together at the inductions. We first got together to eat. And she was like, you know, <laughs> I was standing in Mexico because then I was like, what? <laughs> you this? Yeah, man. But yeah, that was crazy, crazy. man. That was crazy. Well, I appreciate it. Um, it's been a blast. This is literally probably the best interview I've ever done. I mean, I was my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. <laughs> true, <laughs> I appreciate true, true. it. I mean, to keep you so long, but it's all good. I mean, I'll be cursing. I'll be cursing you out in the morning when I got to wake up. You're gonna feel me. Yeah, you gotta go. What time are you going to work? I have to I have to what time is it now? It is eleven oh seven. Ten o'clock. Oh wait, you're on a different time zone. Yeah. 
It's 11.07 p.m. my time. I have to oh, wake up at 1 p.m. I mean, 1 a.m. to be to work at 2 a.m. Yeah, you're going to be cussing me out. Yeah. You so if you feel something when you're trying to sleep and you can't, you feel something, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna be cussing me in a couple hours. It's you're gonna be like, God, it's, it's it's what the hell? Oh man. Well, I appreciate no it. Um I'm still waiting on my visit though. Chicago. This vacation uh, visit. I got you. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely see about this this fight in September. Yes. I gotta try to make that happen. Yes, make that happen. And, and text me about what's coming up because I need to know. I will send me the juice. I send me the juice. I will, I promise you I will. All right, I appreciate you. Yes, yes. All right, you have a great night. Try to get a nap. Right, definitely. Hey, thank you for joining in, Tony. Yes, thank you. My girl Michelle. Yes, Michelle. I appreciate you. I don't know who else might be on, but you know, true. Whoever is on the didn't comment, we all appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, my girl. All right, girl. I'm out. Peace. All right, everyone. Thank you so much again for joining me tonight on No Punches Pull with No Mercy. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Uh, please, please like, subscribe, and share this episode. Share it, share it, share it. Um, spread the word. Let everybody know about No Punches Pull with No Mercy and Talk and Fight. Bring the people in. Let's get some more people in here to learn about these great, great boxing journeys and stories um thank you tony michelle i appreciate you being here women's boxing channel um everybody that was in here commenting um i know i had some new ones today um that i don't have saved now but michelle Gar d garcia um there was a couple at the beginning i appreciate all you for coming in and also comment commenting and asking your questions we love it when you guys get involved um but do make sure you guys are sharing it do make sure that you are following me on all my social media pages. Um, there's two main ones. My podcast page, of course, No Punches Pulled with No Mercy. And then my boxing page, which is Brooke, No Mercy, Deardorff, hashtag Millbrook. Um, those are the two ways you can always find out in advance who's going to be on the show every single week to week. Um, so make sure you're following those to stay up to date on who's going to be the next guest. Uh, but again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for participating. I will see you guys same time, same place next Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the next episode of No Punches Pulled with No Mercy. Until then, punch hard because nothing else matters. Have a good night.